people of Earth, if you are hearing this, you are receiving a signal from another planet. Fanboy planet. Watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, That's right. Thank you, Nate, for broadcasting from the 1939 World's Fair. <laughs> that, that may not have been as good an idea as it sounded. Are you kidding? It's awesome. It sounds uh, like it was bounced off the satellite. I know. <laughs> it's from the old. It's from the old timey. And now, Mister. Herbert Heaver. Uh, so, uh, yes, this is the Fanboy Planet podcast. This is the first podcast where our third man, Nate Costa, is from uh, Southern California. We will not give up on him. We had some technical difficulties tonight, but uh, Nate has persevered through the difficulties and remains our announcer. Uh, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We have a guest fourth man this evening hello jason salazar yes indeed not his first time on the podcast no no, no. it's been no, a while it's Felicia been a while. in my pocket it's uh. been a while because about every <laughs> every two or three months i think to myself dragons i know it was classic, it was classic. so funny yes and uh, and of course that uh, and that was mr nate costa occasionally sounding like he's coming from decades in the past <laughs> and across our podcast producer a little frustrated with his technical difficulties tonight, but oh, still, we worked everything but still out. holding the morals together. Rick Brett Snyder. That's right. Hello, so, Rick. So we're gonna ta- we're gonna talk about some comic stuff. We'll talk about some movie rumors. We'll talk about well, one big television thing that happened since the last time I've uh, we've gotten together for a podcast. Uh, but really, the most important thing tonight, the reason we have. Mr. Jason Salazar here, so, we, so that we can ritually kill him with our steely knives, mm-hmm. uh, because he was able to go to thus ensuring our own immortality. Uh, that's right. Well, yes. or at least a, at least another decade of good harvest. There we go. Uh, it's fine. So, Someone has to have it. <laughs> yeah. It's all so, good. Uh, is that uh, Jason was able to attend D twenty three, the Disney Expo, in which uh, they had uh, pulled back from their presence at Comic Con, so that a few weeks later. They could all gather in Anaheim and be be ensured that it was like, uh, you know, it was only the faithful. True. Yeah. I mean, most of, again, what they showed for some things were, from my understanding, at Comic-Con, but not having been there. Many of the Marvel things, yes. But not, but there really wasn't much Disney presence. No, no, that's true. That's true. Yes. So, um, so tell us about it, Jason. Well, uh, I went to a few panels. I didn't get into all of them. I did not get into the animation panel. We tried. But um, from what I understand, did you, know, you get into the Star Wars panel? I I I did, which was the live action film panel, and you will be massively disappointed. They had no announcements. Uh, which that, I heard was there, yeah. were, there were many people crying, weeping, and gnashing of teeth. Actually, the chairman anger. the chairman of the company was there, and he you know said, "Oh, in 2015, he kind of solidified the date." 
and then when he's like, "But I have the no date for starting filming." Or? No, oh, sorry for the release of the film. And, okay. uh, and for in 2015, and then he's like, "But you know, there are dark forces keeping me from saying anything else." They played the Imperial March really quick, and he moved on. And then people immediately started booing him. And I, uh, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I, um, and he's just like, "Oh, whatever." And then he went on, and then that, that a rumor was it. a rumor wow. has actually leaked this week that one of the dark forces is that J.J. Uh, Abrams is is uh, notoriously slow. Mm. And they're actually clashing about his uh, reticence oh, yes. to get going. Mm-hmm. So it could very well be. I, he did not blame Abrams specifically. So is he so, just slower? He wants to do more prep, or what? Uh, who knows? He's got to put a mystery box and a mystery box and a mystery box. Yes. And uh, Uwe Boll is in line to direct it now. <laughs> and uh, so it's going to be amazing. That could be cool. I'd like that one to show up he's on doing Collider. the video game tie-in too. It's going to be epically <laughs> exactly. crappy. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Um, but no, we got into the live action panel. We actually, uh, I was there with my family, with my wife and daughter, and uh, it was her. First First time at a at a pretty major convention. Your events. daughters, yes, yeah, and, and my what? False. She went to WonderCon. S- Sydney? Yeah, yes, Sydney. Yes, you're right. Sydney did go to WonderCon. Yes, that is true. I stand corrected. I mean, but we weren't there that long, so her her temperament was much better than it was this go around. After about the fourth <laughs> line, she was like. This isn't like Disneyland. There's a line, and then there's nothing at the end. <laughs> uh, she's like, "There's just no, pe- no, pe- honey. This is like life." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, this is this Disney's, is college. This is Disney's new line. It's it's called Line the Ride, and when you get to the end, yeah. that's it. It's over. Uh, and, but this uh, one, there was people talking. She's like, "What is this?" It's the Salazar coming of age ritual. It, it has. It had to have happened. Disappointment, honey. It's it's everywhere to be found. Um, but uh, we got into the live action panel. We were actually the last row that was let in to the panel. And no, then, good and for then, you. And then everyone else behind us which was still like at least a thousand people went into an overflow room and uh, they were not happy but uh did they have a did they have screens they had screens in there yes see now comic-con's got to start doing that they've got to start doing that it was it was good i mean they had you know a good better vantage point than we had we were up in the nose right sure exactly and they heard everything that was going on live and you know we cheered they cheered you could hear each other they were pretty close proximity Mm. so we were all on the same page but um but yeah, the chairman. I've been, I've been to business conferences that do that. That they have an overflow room with a projector in there, so you can. And that's even that. less entertaining than a Disney Expo. So. <laughs> yes, yes. Sydney <laughs> would have, Sydney would have not liked that one at all. What is this? What at the I, end of this, fourth quarter it, results. Yeah, were, yeah. Why it, am I it, learning it, about finances? In fact, Daddy, I don't know what this word means, but I feel ennui. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would have hated me. Um, but uh, we got in there. It started. Um, they came out. They did the Marvel stuff first. And um, what did they do? I have my notes here. They did Thor first, and they showed the uh, extended trailer, which I understand was also at Comic Con. I don't. Yes, it was a, 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 of some sort. I didn't see it either. I was yeah, I mean, I don't know how so spoilery get... we should be in terms of what was shown, but at this, this is point, Loki is in it. It's the one with Deadpool, yeah. right? Yes, it is. Damn it. Okay, fine. The cat's out of the bag. No, I mean, like, there was an extended trailer. Like, he turns a, into a frog, right? He does. Yeah, he awesome. does. An animated frog because it's Disney. They start singing about something in the bayou. And, no, what a fantastic synergy. It's going to be awesome. So there you go. You heard it here first. Um, but they, they showed, uh, so they said first time uh, there, a scene with Natalie Portman where we see her like on some Asgardian like medical table. And apparently she has some kind of mysterious infection. Oh, yes. I, and, that's um, in the new trailer that they just released this yes, week. Yes, it they is. Yes, and, so. and so they're scanning her. And then they try to like remove her because, you know, Anthony Hopkins don't want her there. And then when they go to move her, like this burst of energy comes out. And then, you know, Thor's like, oh, it, the infection is protecting her. It's like, no, it's protecting itself. And then mm. it like fades down. 
and then out came. It's a pregnancy metaphor for those who are slow. It, it, <laughs> it is. She is going to have a hard time pushing that out. And um, <laughs> but after they showed that clip, then they had, Tom Hiddleston came out, and um, and Natalie Portman and Anthony Hopkins took the stage, and um, he got a standing ovation. Anthony Hopkins, yeah, as well he should have. They they knew where their priorities lied. Were those, uh, was there a, were they the, the teens screaming for uh, for Hiddleston? Hiddleston? My wife was one of them. <laughs> and, uh, she became a teen. She and then did. She, she was so happy. To and see then Hiddleston. he realized the voice screaming screaming Loki was his own. His own. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and someone like you know screamed costume because they you know because at uh, Comic Con he, he was came in the costume, out yeah, and he said I have the costume it's in the car but he's like I didn't want to make everyone here bow before me he's like it's Disney. And so, and, and that was a funny little bit. And then you know they talked to Portman and. Hopkins. Which, by the way, you can see the footage of him in costume at Comic Con on Fanboy Planet. So just yes, yes, check it out. yes, and it's marvelous. It's a it great is. little bit. And they and they were only out there for maybe five, six minutes. Like they were just standing, and it was clear that that's how this was going to roll. They were going to get them in and out. Yeah, and um, and they did. So that was they had Thor, then they had Captain America, and they had the same trailer, I believe, that they showed at yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, and the uh, and the scene of him in an elevator where yes. he gets attacked by like fifteen guys. They showed that at Comic Con. Yeah, and totally kicks all their butts, and um, and that was a cool little bit. And then for the first time, they showed his attack, like they uh, he jumps out of a plane and lands on this barge, and then like single handedly takes out twenty more guys, and it was still in. You know, they were still doing the effects. Nothing was finalized. There was black and white footage. There was animatic. And um, it wasn't in 3D. They didn't pass off. No, glasses. no, yeah. it was not in 3D. And um, and that was a cool little bit. And then Chris Evans came out. Uh, I love him. Win- <laughs> it's, again, so does my wife. And uh, Hell, okay, Winter Soldier, S- Sebastian Shaw. Shaw, he came out. No, Sebastian Shaw is Anakin Skywalker it's before Sebastian Hayden Stan? Christensen. Sebastian Stan. Yeah. It's, an, it's an odd. Sorry. It's, it, I wasn't it, sure either. No, it shouldn't be that way. You know, it should be Stan Sebastian. That's no, right. it's Sebastian <laughs> Stan. Stan. What? The, the man with the backwards name. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then Anthony Mackie came out. And, um, and again, they just did a quick little. Did they show anything of the Falcon? This they, is the... they did. They did. They showed his wings. Finally, yeah. Okay, and everyone that's been, went. That's been frustrating. Me. I mean, I'm really so is pleased. A, is he a costume character, or is it just the he, wings? He, no, he had like like a vest, like a metal kind of vest on, and then okay. it shows him like jumping off the helicarrier so from that's, Avengers. That's and, basically the ultimate's take on on. The, oh yeah, yeah well, I'm sure because we know the cinematic yeah. is going to do that, but I'm just pleased because at Comic Con there really hadn't been anything. Right, there'd been some early set photos, and they said, "Look, first look at the at the Falcon." I'm like, "No, he's just wearing fatigues. He's not." No, they yeah. they showed a finished and, and, shot, and I gotta say. Anthony cool. Mackey from the press room at Comic Con is just so damned excited. To be oh part yeah, and of, he was really funny. I mean, he uh, yeah, was, he, he's really so. I'm. He, he pimped it out because he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm the Falcon. Did you see me? I'm the Falcon. And they showed again one more shot, Falcon. More That's Falcon. What he wants. <laughs> and uh, and they, they show the wings, you know, spread out, and then he goes like under the helicarrier. Oh, and then, cool. Like, goes cool, on. Cool. Yeah, and it was pretty pretty cool. And uh, again, they only talked for a few minutes. Chris Evans was saying. Did they show any George St. Pierre as Betrock the Leper? The Leaper, not the Leper. No, <laughs> they did not. The Leaper. At least I didn't notice any of that. Z-Leaper. Um, Z-Leaper. And Chris Evans told a funny story how apparently he was going, he was supposed to go to Disneyland that day with friends that he had planned it like kind of on his own and and his you know press people went sure when you're done with d23 <laughs> he completely forgot oh. so um, <laughs> so but he's like after this i'm going to disneyland he's like come on everyone let's go and then so it was like yo the girls are freaking out but then again they left the stage that was that and then um guardians of the galaxy was next 
Yes. I was really stoked to see that because I'd heard about the. So the, they showed the, that same. They showed that same trailer, which, which leaked out online this week for like it did. Uh, oh, it like, did? Uh, for yeah. like about fifteen minutes, right? And then Disney clamped down. <laughs> oh and, yeah, yeah, but but there's still Buzzfeed. Probably by the time it's this, still on, you can still find some on YouTube. Buzzfeed has has made uh, gifs of the major oh. beats. Oh, of really? It. So you can see, like, here's the the top ten things we've here's learned from the Guardians turning sideways. Yes, exactly. Yeah, here's yeah. the raccoon. So they show the raccoon. They do. Yeah. And once again, uh, just uh, this so morning. did you see the actual video? Yes, yourself? I okay. did watch it. So it's kind of like the it's footage was awesome. off from an angle, the one that was on online. But yeah, uh, again, they were filming. It was only two weeks, right? When they had I don't done think that. it was even a full two weeks. And they had all that animation done. Too. And they had every character, yeah, complete. Nice. Yeah. So nice. you could see, so you could see the raccoon. You could see Groot. Yeah. You saw Batista fully on as mm-hmm. as as Drax. Um, Zoe Saldana completely. It's, it's, it's completely as Gamora, and you even had um, Amy Pond. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As Shaved as as Nebula, and it, they're just little little glimpses, but it was enough to just go. Question yeah. for you: to to the tune of which I love, hooked on a feeling. Oh yes. Just, it's like it's all going it's like watching yeah. Batista, watching Star Lord and Drax. Once the, the yeah, Uga Chaka, 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 <laughs> Uga Chaka kicked in, I was like, oh man, this movie is going to be so. I amazing. love James Gunn. It's going to be the best movie of the summer. In, it in, may be the best movie of the decade. Sorry, 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 Nate. You saw the Comic Con trailer when when you were there. You saw when they no. showed. The, oh, okay, no, well, the, I was in the press room. Oh. They didn't. They didn't have a screen for oh, us in the okay. press room, and right, they all right. walk. Mm. Then they all walk in and ask the press, "Did you see the footage? Wasn't it awesome?" It's like, no, we've been corralled here for two hours. You saw it eventually, though. Yeah. yeah. What was the version you saw when uh, when Star Lord is in the room and he does the middle finger joke? Did Did you see the middle finger? No. Oh, okay. Because I couldn't see. I... There's a point where you know they're announcing each of the guardians yeah. individually, and then like. And like, and this is Peter Quill is like, you know, he calls himself Star. It's like, who calls him that? It's like he does. And during that, he's doing the whole, you know, crank your fing- little finger up bit. And, and, and he's going like, oh, I didn't know how this machine works. And, it's like, and he's doing that. But at, at the one we saw at, at D23, the finger was completely blacked out. But I mean, all it was was a black outline over a middle finger. So nice. it looks like he just had a glove over his middle finger. Condom so like, on his finger. Exactly. I'm like this. I understand you're doing that because it's Disney and you're at D23, but you really didn't hide anything it just looks even more weird that he has a black middle finger and uh but that that i laughed out loud i i mean i i think he's genius casting for that character i mean i read guardians of the galaxy a little bit in my comic days and i'm really stoked for it and rocket raccoon looks amazing which and, they still haven't said who it is. No, and I thought they were going to. There, nothing. Did you hear his voice at all? No, no, it's no. just him. He, he's screaming. Shooting. It's he's like screaming. he's shooting. Like, ah, right, oh, okay. right. There's like one have, cool shot of him. And then they just, have him like the poster uh, that they released it uh, on the, the like the usual suspects lineup. The usual suspects uh, lineup. Yeah. And, yes, yes, the, yes. and there's the raccoon just kind of looking, going, "What? What?" You know. But right, it, and that anything. and that was all they did for that. Nothing yeah. was different. And then the same with Avengers Two. It was just the Age of Ultron, the teaser trailer. Right, right. It was just you know Ultron's face, and then that was it. And um. And then that, w- but I mean, again, it was a good chunk of Marvel stuff. Some new, some old. If you were at Comic Con, but um, yeah. that that w- it was really cool. I mean, having not seen a lot of it, I was even more excited to see all of those things. So let me interject a movie rumor sure. with that is that um, then it turns out Vin Diesel has been hinting now this week. Oh yes, that it's actually that as I think I had predicted is he's Groot. He's not the vision. He would be the voice of Groot. Yeah, I never bought the vision part. I can see him. Yeah, because the vision is uh, it's more like wishful thinking. Well, let's just jump to that conclusion that the vision will be in Avengers <laughs> Well, because he posted a picture of Groot on his Facebook, right? And then yeah. it was like gone like an hour yeah, later. Yeah, so, so, yeah. Uh, and it makes sense because, right. you know, he, he just is the Iron Giant. He would yeah. just be a good, I am Groot. Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, no, I think that that's... I can't, I can't get as deep as him. But, uh, <laughs> you better not say anything else. That's all I know. Right. And then, <laughs> I don't know if you can, and then they had some. They had a couple of pictures from Guardians of the Galaxy leaked this, leaked this week, and I just want to speak on the state of internet journalism, mm-hmm. uh, where um, everybody said, oh, it's your first look at Glenn Close as the as Nova Prime, and like every website that ran those photos claimed that, and it's not at all. No, it isn't. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like... That's weird. I'm sorry. Uh, I, to my fellow, quote unquote, journalists on the web, <laughs> let us do our own research and work. Right. Okay. Right. Occasionally, or think. Otherwise, Re- we are only rumor mongers. Uh, that is all we are. <laughs> Disney was doing. A and cool click thing. on click on Amazon link. Okay. They good. were do, they were doing a cool thing too when when they introduced each movie, not just for Marvel but the movies throughout the panel. Yeah. They would put up pictures of the cast, like their headshots, basically, and then their name and who they were playing. And some had been announced. There yeah. specifically, and others were not. So, just in case you weren't aware of who was who, so and, who, and, who does Glenn Close play? She's Nova Prime. Nova Prime. Okay. And it was just her headshot, same with like John C. Yeah. Riley. But you see John C. Riley in the As, in the footage. I can't remember what his character. Yeah, but he says he's like they call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then the guy in the background, what a bunch of a holes. And, and that's Peter Serafinowicz. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That he, that was a, that got a huge laugh, yeah. and that was great. And what then that's a, when you see the usual suspects thing, and then it's just like. Hook and then cut to black. You know? I know. I'm just like. <laughs> it's like the people who know what that is and get it are excited. And everyone else, like my wife, was like, what is that? That looks really stupid. No, and it's going to be and, cool. And I was like, but they said the same thing about Iron Man. Like, you're making a movie about Iron Man? That's going to blow. And then it's like, well, I think it's going to be epic. And I'm really excited about yeah, it. Yeah. But um, I trust James. I do. Yeah, no. And um, and then after that, according to my notes, uh, we saw um, Muppets Most Wanted. Oh, um, yeah, they sh- they show the, the the a trailer for that, not the one that was online now, just one specifically. I guess they cut for that, and um, that looks a lot of fun. It looks more like in the vein of like a great Muppet caper. Apparently, Kermit has a doppelganger who is French and, of ha- course. and has a mole, and he's the greatest thief in the world. And of, and then and yeah, and, and and Ricky Gervais is his number two and does everything that he says. Oh my god! <laughs> and apparently, at some point, I don't know why it, I they didn't really explain how, but. You know, they get flipped for some reason, so the evil Kermit can take over the Muppets, and of course, and nobody knows who he is because they have just painted a speck of green over his mole, <laughs> and he's doing like a really bad Kermit because he has a French accent. So they're like, you know, Kermit's, what's wrong with you? And and he's like, nothing is wrong, piggy. <laughs> and you know, and and it was, and then they showed an entire scene. It's a musical number where evil Kermit, I can't remember his name, and Ricky Gervais sing a song together. Yeah. Gervais, <laughs> and uh, they sing a song together called "I'm Number One, You're Number Two. <laughs> and and they're both singing and dancing, and it actually was really fun and really cool. And um and Ty Burrell is in it from yes. uh, Modern, Modern Family. Family. He yeah. plays like a Inspector Clouseau kind of character. Yes, bad nice. French accent. And he came out after they showed that scene in like a little little car that was like Muppet size. Like he actually drove, and he couldn't get out of it. And they're <laughs> pulling him out, and he's like, "I had to do that in the movie. This thing's a pain in the ass." And uh, and he and they asked him, you know, all the generic questions, like, "What was it like working with the Muppets?" And he's like, "Oh, it was a lot of fun." And oh, well, thanks for being here, Ty. Bye. And he got back in the car and left. And um and then they had a short video with Miss Piggy welcoming everyone to P twenty three. Yes. Mm. And thank you for coming to my convention. And then they're like, "No, it's D twenty three. She got all ticked off. And then Tina Fey calmed her down, and then that was the end of Muppets. Is but Tina Fey in the movie? She is. Yes. She plays a Russian like general who like <laughs> who imprisons Kermit when they think okay, he's the it French. Just, it does just get funnier and funnier. Yeah, in concept. It, it really. <laughs> yeah, it looks 
hysterical. I hope they give her a scar on the other side yeah. of her face. For, yeah. yeah, I mean, the trailer ended with her, like, putting Kermit, like, in a cell. And then he's, and she's like, you're going to be here a long time with, like, a bed, I'll bad... Pull, I'll have Debbie pull you off. <laughs> <laughs> but she looks really, you know, hysterical. In, and, that, and that was fun. And then after that, they got into uh, the, the heavy ones, like uh, Maleficent yes. with Angelina Jolie. Uh, and they showed... They show yes, and I brought. You can't see it, but I brought Derek some uh, maleficent horns, some little like you know. They, like, they do look oddly fitting. They're you? like a Burger King crown, but just so you know, if you search them on eBay, they're now currently going for thirteen dollars. So I'm and I was, I, yeah, I had to bring him a pair because I was like, I'm gonna just throw these things away, and then I saw they were going for that much, and I went, oh god, I no way. Out backwards, don't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to get it right for the for the website. Yes, you do. Yes. Okay. They showed the first footage from it, which was basically the scene from Sleeping Beauty, the animated version, where they're the fairies are giving Aurora. They're like, you know, their They're blessings gifts. and yeah. gifts. And, and the fairies, I have to say, looked really freakish because they're real actors with some kind of weird yeah, CG the warping, yeah. warping face. Warp the fa- like, like in uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yes, yeah. very much. And they were uber creepy. And I, I'm we were told that, you know, when they become more like her guardians, then they're normal looking. But um, but then, you know, Angelina Jolie shows up as Maleficent. And the thing that struck me the most was she sounds exactly like the cartoon version. I don't know if they were dubbing that line over her or but she had it spot on and 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 she just looked like she was relishing every minute of of playing that part. I'd imagine. Yeah, and it it looks I mean again, they didn't show that much, but it, it looked it looks cool. And then she came out. They introduced her and um she was very gracious and and very, you know, thankful yeah. for everyone being there and she told you know you know I love playing this character and so on and so forth. Now, they're not doing like um, a wicked turn on. Yes, Maleficent. they are. They are. They are. They are. Everything's right. told from like her perspective. Her perspective. Yeah. Why she and hates is she Aurora? Misunderstood or that is that she... was that was the implication that the chairman yes. was giving is that there yes. is a they've been pushing at the uh, oh no I take that back I believe there is a novel. That they oh. had no, there's a novel a, for the Wicked Queen the wicked for Snow queen. White. Yeah, they've been pushing at Disneyland. Yes. I've seen that yes. several times, but Fairest I thought there was, but I thought well, there was it, a novel for Maleficent first. The same, the same uh, author who I can't think of the name who did Wicked, Gregory Maguire. Yeah, he did. He did a, uh, I think he did one. I think they on are it. doing a Maleficent book like the fairest okay. of them all which is because i've he heard did, that too. he did confessions of a of an ugly stepsister. He's yeah. touched Cinderella. He's touched. Uh, I thought he had done one with... I don't think he did. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, they're big pushes that like, you know, you don't know the whole story, you know, that kind of thing. And like, you'll... you'll right. you, they're like, and by the end of the movie, you may find yourself rooting for someone else. You know, I mean, they're pushing that whole no, thing. No, I won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. No way. No, Maleficent is evil and... That's that. She and stole Brad Pitt from from uh, Jennifer yeah, Aniston. That's right, yeah. right, right. That's right. That woman needs to die. She broke the heart of America's sweetheart. <laughs> um, pure evil. Pure, pure evil. But again, she was out there for like, they gave her like 10 minutes. You know, she was out there telling a story about how, you know, when kids would be on set and she thought, oh, I'm a Disney character. They're going to want to talk to me. And all the kids were like, get away, oh, mommy, who's the evil witch? Well, I, I read that, that only her daughter had could play young Maleficent. Yes, her daughter, she said Vivian. Who wasn't freaked out. He did one yeah. called Mirror, Mirror. Mirror, Mirror. Okay. Yeah, in 2003. That would be Snow White. Snow White is, oh, oh, oh you mean Maguire? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, and yeah, I mean again, they show this the first yeah. footage from that, and 
people seem pretty excited about that. And then they talked about their live action Cinderella that Kenneth Branagh is directing. Yes. And um, they haven't obviously started filming anything yet, but they put together a brief little presentation and Kenneth Branagh was in it. And they actually showed uh, the screen test for who's playing Cinderella. Um, I believe her name is Lily James. Am I? I, I, I I'm, I, I'm not quite sure, but they showed like her and her, you know, a costume test, screen test kind of, you know, situation. Yeah. And so that was like the first like official look at like, here's your Cinderella. And then the prince is being played by that guy from Game of Thrones who I uh, I don't get killed in the wedding. I don't the watch. Wedding, yeah, uh, I don't. Oh, Jon Snow? Yeah. No, I, no, no, not, not Jon Snow. Uh, the the yeah. son. Uh, the, yeah. the, the not bastard son. Right, right, yeah, I don't uh, watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know if I've just ruined that well, for people. Jason. I know. You need to watch Game of Thrones. I know. Even I watch Game of Thrones. I know. I, it's three years in, and I've never really even... I mean, I've heard of it's things. It's just a long weekend to catch up. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I just need the DVD sets and just shut out the world. And um, Here come the steely knives. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So, but again, they showed that little presentation. That was like a few minutes, and they're like, oh, you're going to love it. The same like with Maleficent. Like, this isn't your, you know, your mother Cinderella. And then they moved on. And then um, Saving Mr. Banks. Yes. Ah. Um they showed about 20 minutes of that to us. And seriously, yeah, like major scenes and they were really good. I mean, like I wanted to see the movie before, but having now seen good sections of it, I mean, like Hanks is again, he's Hanks, he's brilliant and Emma Thompson is awesome. And um BJ Novak and, uh, the and Jason Schwartz, yeah, they're the Sherman brothers. Right. Yeah. And you know, they had a, a scene with them where they're trying to sell her on having songs in Mary Poppins. And that was the last scene we saw. And then they came out. They were the only two there representing the movie. And they had a brief discussion about it. And, um, you know, uh, the moderator was like, you know, hey, BJ, how was it singing some of those classic songs? And he's like, yeah, it was fun. But he's like, I don't sing. I'm never going to sing again. And he's like, well, you know, never say never. And then they brought Richard Sherman out, the real Richard Sherman. I may weep. Yeah. And <laughs> and um, uh, Jason Schwartzman played the piano, which I did not know he could play yes. very well. He played, and the three of them all together sang Let's Go Fly a Kite from oh, Mary Poppins, nice. <laughs> all of them together. And then in the middle of it, then all these people came out dressed like as characters from like Mary Poppins, and, no. that, oh. and, and they danced in the aisles, and they were flying kites that were actually flying. And I don't know how that was happening since we were indoors. <laughs> And uh, it's Disney. They, they, def- they, they were, defy well, the laws of physics. It did. We were up again in the nosebleeds, and so down on the floor they were flying them, and they were like halfway up from that level and i was like wow how is that uh, unless they were like some kind Suspended of hairspray hairsp- yeah and then they sang that and then was over the shot confetti in the air and you know and that was the end of that and uh that was really cool well, i know i'm not there with you guys but someone please wipe away derek's tears <laughs> <laughs> thank you Dave. it was pretty cool i mean like <laughs> i just love the music from mary Poppins. it so was much. It, it was pretty awesome because he was already sherman was already there for the concert right. which i'll get to later and then um and then and then lastly they had tomorrowland oh and um brad, brad bird and damon lindelof came out with the mystery box that inspired the film where in the Disney Imaginary Archives there was a box and there was a label on it that said 1952. And when they opened it up, they found um, all these weird they things. They found Gwyneth Paltrow's head. They d- yeah, the what's in the- can I tell you how many what's in the box jokes were happening while Lindelof was talking? Because he kept <laughs> saying what's in the box and then they would just like laugh at themselves. And um and they had all like and they showed a few things that were in the box, like here's a picture of Walt Disney with Amelia Earhart where they're sitting together. It's like, but the thing is, it's labeled April 1940. 
like five, yeah, which after. was after Amelia Earhart. Right. Was, they were, and then apparently they were playing some big ARG game beforehand, which I did not. I've been listening to behind the, uh, inside the magic yeah. this morning, and they were ARG talking about ARG is alternate reality game. game. Yes. yes, and and then they showed though that that was fake that because they found late. they found the actual photo of Amelia Earhart where she was apparently it was with uh, Cary Grant and someone had put Walt Disney's head over it, so they knew that was fake. And it's Lindelof. I mean, they're going the lost route sure. with this. It seems because like then we found this disc or this like it looks like an old like laser discs he's like but laser discs weren't around in that and the time. secret is walt disney is dead yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been dead this whole time oh so we think and <laughs> they uh, all and thought he was on i mean they were pimp- ice. they were pimping out a lot of weird things in there like there was like a floor plan for it's a small world but then if you put a black light under it there was a whole nother like layout underneath it said wow. storage room here which most people think is true right right so, yeah, right and that believable. one that one i was like okay that one i buy but again that disc they're like oh it was it was scratched and we couldn't really tell what was going on with it but then we had some guys analyze it and we came to find out there was data on this it was like the first data disc and they're like, and we pulled the information from it, and it had some really like old school animation, and it was very degraded, and the sound was bad, and and they kept talking about it. it's like, yeah, but we're not going to show you that. And then everyone's going like, oh, come on, and then like, well, do you really want to see footage from like the '60s that you can't see and and sounds terrible? And they're like, yeah, and like, fine, whatever. Let's we have a, a few minutes of it. Let's do it. And it started, and to me anyway, right when it started, it was clear. That was not old footage. It was just something that they made to get you excited because it was still ridiculously clear for yeah. corrupted 60s data. And um, it was just about, like, the future and a world of tomorrow. And then they showed, like, a nuclear explosion. And every time the narration would kick in saying, like, we're going to tell you about this special, it would cut off and then go to something else. It was very Dharma initiative. Yeah. And um, and I, I, don't th- I, I don't think it was real. Were there Inter- rabbits that? <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> there, yeah, the, the Dharma logo just really quick came but up. There know, was a shark. But you know, it does play into there was there Swan is land. there is talk that there was um they had done several uh not science but science predictive yes. films in the fifties yes. and the last one was about UFOs mm-hmm. and they had government cooperation. I mean, this is historically accurate. They right. had government co- cooperation until about two months before they were done, mm-hmm. and the, and. So, like, they pulled everything, and I don't know if if it's never been broadcast or if it was forced to actually be altered. So, I mean, right. you know, yes, they are playing off of of of, of an urban myth sure. about, about Disney. Absolutely. No, I mean, Lindelof is the king of let me take something that is that a rumor, that is it Ward, not a rumor? Ward Kimball knew something more than, right. you know, and, and Walt Disney knew something more. Exactly. Yeah, and they're, and they're doing that, and it, I mean, and it looks like it'll be fun. They were only, I think Lindelof said, a week into shooting. They had just started, so they didn't have any footage, so they didn't show anything. And um, Did they explain Prometheus? <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, they not actually all. all the uh, animatronics and great <laughs> moments with Mr. Lincoln were done so that they could fake the Kennedy assassination. Right. That's right. Kennedy was an animatronic. Yeah, he was. The whole back uh, trunk was it was the guy in there moving him, yeah. like back and to the left, everyone. Yeah. So I, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then that that was pretty much the end of the live action panel. Yeah. And um and the end of pretty much that panel in general. It ran over by like forty five minutes. It was scheduled for two hours, and we were there for almost three. So I mean, at least you got bang for your buck. Yeah. And um and then when Tomorrowland was done, they you know they had a a, a booth set up there that they unveiled. 
right when they were done, like, announcing what they were talking about for the movie. They're like, oh, go the frozen head of Walt Disney, right there. Pretty much, yeah. They said, go down and look and oh. see it. Everything that was in this box that we just brought out, because we only brought you part of oh, it. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and then they had it How all. How many people were killed in the rush towards the... Uh... Uh, too many, because we went down there to look, and they actually, I was the only time I saw it, they had a fast pass line for that booth. Wow. And I was like, what? And you couldn't get near it. And you couldn't take pictures. So I took a picture of just the logo, which was on top. They unveiled the Tomorrowland logo, which, and that was about all you could do without the guys in suits tackling you to the ground. Three so, guys dressed as Black Pete broke your fingers. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. My hand's still. What's broke. that you got there? What is that now? <laughs> is that a camera, boy? <laughs> you shouldn't have that here. You're in trouble. So, uh, but that was, uh, and that was the live action panel. So, um, that's all the. The highlights from what I recall and what my list tells that me. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty so good. So it was good stuff. It was the first time I'd been in a panel too in about two years, having not been able to get into a Comic Con panel since then. <laughs> so I was actually very happy that so I'm like, you've actually been in line for that panel for two years. I know, yeah, you? I have wow. been. I, I waited in San Diego and they let us in in Anaheim. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I was just I was just like, or has my as a good old Sean Becker texted me later, he's like Tell me, what was it like to feel to wait for a panel and actually get in? <laughs> He's like, I want to know what that feeling was like. And I was like, I don't know. I'm still in awe over it. So, um, but yeah, that was the one we went to. And um, then later that night, the family and I waited for the, uh, the Disney song book, which was Richard Sherman and Alan Menken uh, performing some of their classic works. And um, Sherman came out first. And um, again, I, I, they, you were allowed to film. So I, oh. I, I filmed the majority of it, so I'm going to put that online, <gasps> and I will give that to you guys to, to use and see and whatnot. So, so, I mean, again, there's not much to say about it except, you know, again, Sherman saying things from Mary Poppins. Uh, they didn't say anything about you can't post this. No, because they're already on YouTube. Okay. There's other people who filmed it and put right. up clips. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, my wife's favorite song from, you know, Mary Poppins is Feed the Feed Birds. The birds. And he sang that. It was Walt's favorite. Song. It was, and he told us a story about how he sang that at Disneyland, and uh, yeah, and at the very end of that May, song, May, one, I need you here to dry my. He's tears. gonna cry again, and uh, a bird like swooped down apparently right when he was finishing the last verse of the song, and you know, and at, at some dedication to Walt Disney, and the guy who ran and he's like, what, well, what did you think about that? And he's like, so I think that was Walt, you know, yeah. saying hi, and like everyone in the audience was like, oh. oh. Oh, and then uh, then then Sharon was crying, and you know, and I was it was it was a really touching moment. It was it was, very, it was my wife's tears amuse you. Why yes, I'm so happy you're away from here. And no. in fact, we're mixing cocktails from them right now. That's right, they're really sour. I'm sorry, I got to get back to the Black Pete voice. We're and mixing cocktails from them right now. Just guy a broke, picture of Salazar tear. Same guy who broke my fingers. Flashback. <laughs> and uh, and then you know he played for about an hour. And um, and B.J. Novak and Jason Schwartzman came back out again and sang a spoonful of sugar with him. Wow. And uh, that was that was really, you know, and again, nothing against B.J. Novak, but it was clear that he really didn't like singing. And and, I mean, just his expression both times I saw him, it was just like, oh, God, this was in my contract. I have to keep singing. (laughs) You know, he he just looked a little out of sorts. Schwartzman was all over it. He was having a blast. Schwartzman had a band. Right. Yeah, I and mean, he, he's used to doing that. He, so. he was he was great. But, I mean, again, no disrespect to B.J. Novak. I think he just was like, I sang, now please let me go. And, um, and no, then... Oh, you shall never be free, Novak. Like, You're part of the Disney family now. We've got you. And, uh, and then after that, Mencken came out, and he 
sang for like an hour and a half straight. He did not stop, wow. and he he was a machine. And again, he had he came out with a stack of of sheet music, like a good thick stack. And he's like, got a lot of music to play for you tonight. He's like, let's get started. And he performed montages from almost every Disney film he'd ever done and sang all of them himself. And he was amazing. Like he was just going for it. Was he just playing the piano? Playing or? the piano, okay. just the piano and singing straight. And um, so it's like it, the ultimate Disney piano bar evening. No, it, absolutely. It, it, it was. No, no, no. It was. My, my former RA uh, from college, she was at Comic-Con and she was like, she apparently stalks Alan Menken every time he has a show on Broadway <laughs> and uh, and was just like, absolutely. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. I wish I could stay and be at D23 because. <sighs> that was the only thing that my wife wanted to really see. So that was the line she got in early. Which is understandable. That was my biggest regret is honestly, I, I wish that I could have been yeah. there to do that. Yeah. I didn't really know what to make of it until we got in there. And it, it was truly like, that was really worth the price of admission in general, in my opinion. I mean, for, for the time we waited and the badge price, which is still nowhere near like how, you know, Comic-Con is, it really was like the highlight of the entire trip. I mean, seeing them, seeing him sing a montage from Aladdin and then right into little mermaid and so on and so forth was just, amazing and the fact that he just did not stop like at one point you know he he stopped and he was fanning himself with his sheet music and then from the corner out came a girl with a bottle of water because i guess he didn't have anything out there and he was like okay he's like now i can keep going (laughs) and uh and it was it was he even the thing i didn't know is he apparently won an emmy for this too or i think he said he won an emmy for it he wrote a song for the abc show the neighbors Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. um, yes. where the aliens on that show apparently want life to be more like a Broadway show, so they sing a song about being in a Broadway show. I don't watch it, so I didn't know. But he sang the entire song, and it was hysterical. I mean, it was it was really like if a- I can say that was a show. It's a show that like the first few episodes absolutely sucked. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a show turn itself around like that. Is it still? Yeah, oh, it's still Is going. It still? Yeah, yeah, oh. because it got hilarious. It got better. Okay, it really got hilarious, and right. I'm not because I I can remember you actually posting on Facebook like yes. you watched the pilot. I went, watched the pilot and went, "Wow, this is just like a, an average evening at home with Jason Salazar and his colon." <laughs> That's and, right. You know, <laughs> it's true. And, it was and, very disappointing, and it hurt. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then my daughter got into it, and so she was watching it. I had her one weekend, and she watched like three episodes in a row. I was like, "This is pretty dang solid." And that's exactly what he said because, like, does anyone here watch The Neighbors? And it was like, kind of like, you know. And he's like, "This is a show that he said almost word for word with you that he's like it turned itself around." He's like, "If you don't watch it, watch it. It's hysterical." And I'm not just saying that because I work for Disney and it's Disney owned. He's like, "It's great." And then he segued into this song, which was hysterical. Yeah. And I, I, I filmed that one, and that one I think you definitely need to pimp out and whatnot because yeah. I, will, I won't do it any justice. But, I mean, he, re- he even picked fun at himself. I mean, it was almost yeah. like Mencken doing a parody of his own stuff. And um, that was great. And, and, again, and then at the end, once he sang for an hour and a half straight, you know, they, he left and you thought, okay, this is over. And then Sherman came back out, and they sang uh, It's a Small World Together. And... That was, <laughs> and they did it, you know, like, uh, you know, he would do the, the uh, what is the phrase when he's like, it's a world. And then he would and then he would do the under part. Yes. Yeah. And, and they did that. And that was Gene and the guy standing ovation. And um and yeah. So, I mean, again, we were in there for almost three hours. Wow. It, it ran over it was like a Springsteen concert. It was. It? it really was. And they kept coming back for encores. So how long were you in line to get into that? That one. 
personally, I wasn't in line that long because Sharon waited. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She, yeah. I was off buying exclusives and stuff, and like, <laughs> and she's like, I came to see this, and I'm getting in this line. And okay. so I, she got in like... Or you are going home alone. Pretty much, yeah, because she's like, if I'm going to wait in a line that has purpose for me, it's because she waited in line about four and a half hours just to get into the Disney store. And we didn't even know it was in there. We just were like, there's a line and we have to buy something at the end. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going to wait in this next one. So she got in like early after afternoon and it wasn't until six o'clock that night. Wow. So I think total, maybe four and a half, five hours, which still isn't bad. But if, if only one person in your party had to be there, and people yeah. would, that's not as bad. As, no, as, not at all. And not compared to Comic-Con where you're waiting by the ocean three nights before. Yeah. And you're like, am I going to get in? Maybe. So I mean, freshly watered lawn. Exactly. So I mean, I was very happy that it worked out because, again, that was the one thing that she wanted to see. And since my daughter couldn't get any of her Disney Channel stars autographs, she was devastated. We're sorry. Yeah, I mean, not to not to Debbie down it, but I mean, like that was the one. Or Debbie Ryan it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Jesse joke. And uh, yeah, we couldn't get autographs, and she was really bummed. She couldn't get like Teen Beach movie stuff because they basically like their wristband autograph system just sucked and they overextended themselves and then they just came up to the line and went sorry done and my daughter just burst into tears and it was the first time i'd ever seen her be that upset over a pop culture thing (laughs) i was like i'd expect them then to swoop down on the poor tinkerbell comes in does the little child (laughs) and then she's like everything's all right my child they're all back to meet them and (laughs) that's right yeah i mean you know we've we've seen nate costa meltdown like that but not yeah. Sydney. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you've, you've gotten upset too, haven't you, Nate? Sorry, I want to include you in this. I've been. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I just feel bad. I've been monopolizing the conversation. So, but, but oh, again, well. but again, I filmed most of it, not all of it, because yeah. I wanted to enjoy some of it. And um, you selfish bastard. And we'll, I'll give you the links, and you can, you know, do it as you please. But it'll be special. Up. Mm-hmm. Jason Salazar credit. Yes. Oh, no. Well, I don't need that. I mean, but sure. No, you'll oh, get no, it. Oh, I'll get, get it. it. Thank you. Yeah, because if someone's going to get sued. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Hi. fine. I'm used to that. I already got a cease and desist from Disney when I dubbed over Wally with cursing. So um, <laughs> why don't we just continue that? You got I, a cease and desist? <laughs> I, I, I did. Wow. I did v- via YouTube, no less. We are so proud. Yeah, I was actually quite stoked. I even saved the email. I'm like, look, it's really from Pixar. They hate me. Huh. And uh, so. <laughs> That's why I'll never work there. So, um, but yeah, that was the Disney songbook. It was great, three hours and well worth the wait. And then, um, and then the last panel that we got into was on the last day on Sunday, uh, Disney Interactive, where they were pimping out all their video games and and whatnot. So, so let's go with three things. Yes, because clearly, I, you know, I'm sure you've got the notes for it, but we'll sure. hit it. So, Disney Interactive. Yes, the three biggest stories out of there. The two I knew of, mm-hmm. and then you mentioned the third okay. uh, beforehand. Oh yes. So first, of course, coming Fant- out this Sunday, Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity. That's this Sunday. The eighteenth. It's this Sunday. Yes. Wow. I have already, uh, I already scoped it out at Toys R Us. My son and I will be in line to get our pre-ordered copies. Yes. Uh, and we'll be spending all Sunday. I might get it playing on Disney Infinity. They Amazon, also they, Amazon usually beats you the might, ship day. but you know what's going to happen? I'm going to be waiting in front step with a baseball bat. <laughs> I ordered, I pre-ordered mine on Amazon, so I know I won't get it till like Tuesday. Right. So that's whatever. But I, I just wanted to make sure I got it. 
And uh, the last couple of, of releases, I've gotten like a day or two early. Yeah, my DVDs I'll get like before Tuesday, and I'm like, yay, Amazon, because they send it like on Friday. But yeah. then I don't know if they're supposed I, to do I, that. I have but... had a villain pack sitting in my living room. Oh, really? Since Comic Con. Oh, nice. stares at me uselessly. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I have it. I need the damn base. I need the it? game. They did Disney Infinity last because they yeah. knew that's what people were there to see. Okay. Um, the first thing they did was Fantasia. Yeah, so let's talk about the Fantasia. That looks like a very intriguing. Um, I, my impression is very good for musical education. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Harmonics is doing it, who did a rock band mm-hmm. yeah. and whatnot, and they did a demonstration of it. They had a girl come out who obviously had played that game for months because she was not only into it a lot, but she was amazing at it. And um, it's it's basically you it's know a console game. Yes, it's coming out for a uh, Connect. Uh, in 2014, which I'm assuming it'll probably be more for Xbox One mm. because the Kinect they had out there looked like the newer one. Okay. So, um, and it, and it was very, it, it seemed to be more interactive than current Kinect. I yeah. mean, it seemed to actually work. It doesn't move around, though. No. Yeah. No. Um, they, the motors in it like No, no. It, 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 it didn't it's look like it was moving yeah. from where I was sitting. And um, it basically, um, you know, there's lights and you you move to them accordingly, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like, kind of like, you know, Guitar Hero where you yeah. hit the color at a certain time, but it's all just kind of like particles and, and like fairy dust kind of deal. And then you can change the sound of it. Like maybe like she played Bohemian Rhapsody uh, by Queen and you could change the the mood of it. Like, oh, well maybe you don't want it to be rock. You want it to be classical. So you move it over like this cello and then the music becomes classical but it's still queen singing and this is just hand motion yeah hand thing. motion you can pick it's like classical rock contemporary and you choose like your feel and then you build up your score and you win things is there a kenny g option <laughs> if there is they thankfully <laughs> did not show that to us <laughs> so is it every you know why is everybody's kenny g impersonation is that riff that's right <laughs> It'll be a be a bonus downloadable content. Oh, is the first DLC. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there, okay. That was good. Good interjection. And uh, but I mean, she played that for a good like six seven minutes, and then they showed more of the interactivity of it. Like once you win a song, here's what you can do, and you can like customize you know your environment. Like they had like an underwater environment, and then you you know, you unlock a giant sea turtle, and then you can play instruments off the sea turtle's back and. Wow. It, it, it was really interesting. They so had, does it put you into the scene, or you're like a silhouette? Or? Yes, when you're actually playing against the black with the particles, you're basically kind of like the silhouette like from the original Fantasia where yeah. the conductor's on the steps, and you ah, d- it shows you okay. down there conducting. And I can see if that goes on Xbox One. The, mm-hmm. the one thing that's impressive to me about Xbox One um, is that, although not everybody is going to be able to really take advantage of it, is that ability to project it out into the room. Oh, right, to yeah. show your So that's the, the kind of game that, for me, yes. if I had one, I'm not going to, because I, right. I know I don't have the room, right. the right space for it. Right. But if you were in the right space and you could totally project that out, yeah. I could see that being an amazing game for the yeah. Xbox One. It, it, looked, it looked a lot of fun. I mean, again, it still wasn't completely finished from what they told us, but, I mean, it was finished enough that, this is what it is, and they had a demo playable on on the show floor too that you could win yeah. and do, and and a lot of people, and they had real contemporary. At some point, one of the women when I walked by the floor was doing it to call me maybe. 
And I was like, that's really probably not what Fantasia's about. <laughs> but uh, Pearls before swine, Jason. Yeah, Pearls I, before swine. I guess, because it says you really can, like, almost like a like an iPod, you can kind of customize your song list. So, I mean, they might have an option where you can load up stuff. Fanta- or... Fantasia, the Kesha DLC. That's right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Oh, great. Um, oh, God. <laughs> more like Black Eyed Peas, my humps. Or, you know, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. People like Black Eyed Peas. I'm sexy Peas. and I know. Oh, Come on, conduct it. Oh, and, uh, but it looks a lot of fun. Fantasia, music evolved. Yeah. Sometime late 2014, they were saying. Yeah. Um, I took some pictures. I didn't take video of it. You could, but I just didn't. And uh, But you can you know see a few of those. And um, what was the other one? Uh, they did... Uh, they they pimped out their Vinylmation web series. I heard that was coming. And yeah. they showed us the first episode. It's called Blank, a, Va- a Vinylmation love story, where it's about a vinyl. Ma- For those of you who don't know what Vinylmations are, they're these little Mickeys made of vinyl. <laughs> I know. Or as my children keep calling them, Vinylmations. Vinylmations. <laughs> Vinylmations. They just are in the shape of Mickey Mouse, and they have different you know characters, images, artwork on them, and they've been around for several years and, they're, and they have blank ones too that and they do, do. There are blank ones they have yeah. blank ones that like outside artists do their own work on yeah. apparently they decided to make a web series out of that so they showed us the first episode which is basically a blank vinyl because the machine that puts the artwork on you it just didn't work for him and then he meets a blank girl vinyl and they, how can you tell because she had a bow in her hair oh there you go and then she, and then she put a, a black you know like mickey bow on on her on his neck so you okay. knew oh pink bow it's a girl and you know even though i don't know i mean i guess they were kind of asexual i mean it's, i don't really know how well that relationship's gonna work you don't want to i don't want i don't want it you know i have to uh i have to go home and check my collection that's right <laughs> yeah i have some blank vinyls i'm gonna have to look somewhere lower yeah. and no, i'm sorry and uh but again they showed us the first episode it revolved around them meeting and then for some reason or the other uh the girl vinyl machine gets kidnapped by like these weird bulldozer looking machines and like, are they have real voices or they do no, like a star wars no, uh, no, uh, none of them talk lego lego voices no or? they don't no. talk it's all just music it's all playing just miming pretty much yeah. and um and they showed us that and they pimped that out and you know again that's okay. th- that's going to premiere sometime soon and then they're also yeah, okay. doing a small world animated web series and Richard Sherman did new music for it. So they, they didn't show anything f- from it except he like wrote the theme song for the web series and they played the demo, which still hadn't been fully orchestrated okay, yet. Okay. So they played that and then that, that was kind of done and over with fairly quickly. And then, um, then the other thing was for uh, iPad, the app, uh, Disney Animated, yes. which um, is basically a massively comprehensive just if you're a Disney or an animation fan alike, I mean, it's it's every Disney animated film from like you know Snow White till uh, current till Frozen, and you can look at like characters, clips. Uh, it's all the pieces. It's not is it the whole? It's not the whole film. You can't no, no, it's not the it. film. But they have they have clips specifically from each movie. Like you know, I have it on my iPad, which I brought because I was going to show. You know, yes. you guys, obviously, that does no good here. But, I mean, it's there. Um, they have, like, all the color scales for, like, all the movies. And you can oh, see, okay. like, how, where, you know, the emotions change. And it goes over every frame of the film on the color. You run your finger across it, and it's every frame of, of the entire movie. Like, it, it, I downloaded it while we were there, and it took overnight because it's so ridiculously large and, and slow. But once we got it working, it, it's amazing. You can do animation on it. They have a wireframe model of Vanellope from 
Wreck-It Ralph that you can do your own animation for and then directly upload to YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever social site you're on as a video file, MV4. So it's, it's already rigged. It has, all, yeah, the, uh, it has wow. all the points and you just animate it and it does all the in-between for you. And That's it, it, really cool. Yeah, it had that. It has uh, original artwork, old sketches, the posters. Um, interviews. And this was for the iPad? It's, is, that, is that on the iTunes, iTunes store now? It is on the iTunes store. It's actually been there. It had already been there for, uh, I think the guy said, two weeks prior because it's already one of the most, like, it was the editor's choice. Yeah, and, I, I had seen something. I had no idea what it was. I didn't I, either. Then you posted on Facebook, and then I was like, okay. Yeah, because I saw that too, and I was like, I don't know what this is. $13. I'm like, I'm not buying this. Where's <laughs> like, 99 cents? Yeah, exactly. And, and then when they showed it, you know, when they did a, a demo of it, I was like, oh, is that what it is? Well, that's totally worth, in my opinion, the price. Yeah. And um, and we downloaded it and uh, and Sydney played it on the way home. And there's so much for kids to do, too. They've got just little interactive kid things too, animation, like bouncing balls. And, you know, I mean, it was it's amazing. I mean, again, I'm a Disney and an animation fan, but I think it's just a really good app if you're even partially interested in that stuff. It, mm-hmm. It's really cool and well worth the $13 price tag, yeah, okay. I feel. And, um, yeah, and then Disney Infinity, they played a little bit of it. They announced their next waves. Um, they, I saw you got a Sorcerer, Sorcerer's Apprentice. I did. I they uh, If you went to the panel, you got a – apparently in January, they're, they're going to put out Sorcerer Mickey as a playable ah, character, okay. but yes. the one we got was a variant. Because yes. the one that's coming out in stores, he's all happy and has his hands up. And the one we got, he's got his arms crossed and he's all, you know, scowl. And, you know, it's like, and every, we only made 5,000 of these. And you all get, you know, because at the end of the panel, they're all like, let's get to why you really came here. The toy. And everyone's like, yeah. And so like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're glad you played Fantasia, but give us our swag. And, um, but they, they did that. So we got that on the way out. And I'm glad that you brought that up. But because since there were two of us there and I only need one, I brought an extra one. For Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, I'm sorry. It was going to be like a, oh, okay. <laughs> it means Or, whoever, or whoever wants to fight. It, well, it I, I, I knew you were. I have a young child. Yeah, I knew you uh, were getting it too. <laughs> I mean, and so again, I obviously don't need both. And they're already going on eBay for like. You oh, know, don't tell me. Don't even tell me. Yeah. Uh, it's yes. got to be over three figures. Depending no, on just, who, just de- de- depending on who's <laughs> depending on who's selling it, yes, it was. Yeah. But uh, oh the, the the cheapest one I saw was about three fifty four hundred on eBay. Wow. And um, but yeah, they made five thousand of them, and yeah, I mean, I got mine, and then I'm like, oh, Sharon got. She's like, do you want? Can it? I just feel the weight of it. Yeah. It, it, made, it made. They're it good size or... too. I was actually I, uh, I had never seen them up close. Well, as I you know, actually though, I don't know when Rickson get this live, but if anybody's in Disneyland this week, if you mm-hmm. go to Interventions. Mm-hmm. You can play. Oh, is it hooked up? They've there got too? it hooked up. So when I was there last week with my kids, my I was surprised. So I have I, I bought it for my son, right? And um, we made this challenge because I played it at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. They had a thing set up, and I and my challenge to him was with the toy box mode, which we you know Rick and I've talked about this. I said, I said, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get to unlock these things. You're gonna build this thing. Your challenge is if I give you this game, you have to make your own make games right that you then upload to me and mm-hmm. challenge me right and uh so you know he was excited but we went into interventions and my daughter started playing mm-hmm. and she walked away from the jack sparrow going i'm more excited for this game than ever and i said yeah. i had no idea you were excited but that's 14 right, right. you know it's like mm-hmm. right uh, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then the and then the mask dropped and everything was mm. 
One Direction. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, but it, and it became very clear. Like, my, you know, my daughter is super excited. But I thought about it and realized that it, that it is a game that really does encompass what everybody who plays games mm-hmm. is into. Sure. You know, and and I got to see like storage cases and so forth. And I thought, yes, they had those. And I thought, too. well, Jason's gonna love. And really, seriously, that was my first thought. Oh, Jason's gonna love these because they're gonna look great on his mantelpiece. Well, and that's what I said. But I'm like, God, if I do that for every figure, I mean, like, I'll have no room left because the cases are like, you know, two. Well, three how inch- much? How much would it be to build a second story on your house? On my house, seeing as how it was a modular home, probably. No, <laughs> okay. it, it, the the cardboard walls would implode on themselves from the uh, weight. Okay, it's like, all know. right. Well, all right. I'm, I'm trying to give you like a, a special a treehouse. Retrofit the house. Yeah, I store. I know I should probably do that just but, for your figures. I, yeah, exactly. I'd have to move out my whole family, and uh, but but yeah, I mean they had it set up there, and even my daughter, who I should say is six years old, they they she played it there because when we first got there, there was no one around, and I'm like, well, go ahead, play it for a little while, and and she's not really that great with video games yet but she immediately took to it and was able to control it fairly flawlessly so Could you was, tell what what system was being played on uh they were playing it on the wii okay uh, yeah so in, in interventions it's all xbox yeah it, they don't have any other platform the, 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 right, the right. wii u i should say uh-huh and um but yeah she took to it pretty well and um it looks like it's going to be a great game I mean, old and young alike. I mean, there's. I mean, even Sharon said exactly what your daughter said. She's like, "Oh, now I'm I'm actually excited for this game. You can you can build stuff. You can build like castles and lands." She's like, "I want to do that." I'm like, "Well, you'll build the lands, and then I'll just go and solve missions." I'm like, "Let's yeah, do that." Well, I mean, that's so, it. It encompasses everything. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's a Minecrafty. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. Yes. Yeah. And um, though I've also heard, which I had not leaked out before, is that actually, I guess next week. Available will be a downloadable for the uh, for the toy box, an entire down- Magic Kingdom. Yes, and it was and wow. and it was built by the two guys who helped create the game. They did it themselves when they were testing it, and then they said, "Yeah, next week when the game comes out, they're going to make their Magic Kingdom downloadable, as well as other things that they've built as time progresses." So, so there's there's DLC to this, yeah, and. I, I and you can do that with your own. So well, no, I know. That's, yeah. what, that's, that's what I say with my right, challenge. Right. My son will go to his mother's house, yeah. and he will... Have you know, that land that you had. And and it doesn't matter that he's on the Wii there, and I'm right. on a PS3. Right. It's all in the cloud. And yeah. we'll, and we'll, so will you, be able, will you be able to be in your house, and he in another house, and you're both playing it? Or do you have to both be in the same... I no, don't know. I think you can play online simultaneously. Yeah, I believe you can. That would be. That I would mean, because you can do that with Little Big Planet. Yeah. Um, but that is still on the PSN. Right. So I'm not sure I'm how the cloud sure, goes. I'm pretty sure because Wii has the you know the Wii network and and I've played. Yeah. They all do. All right. I, mean, I mean, all right. the systems they've got now right. do have right. online right. components. And yeah. It's, and Disney has their own cloud system, and I don't know how they're subverting or, or converting the. It'd be a real different coding if they didn't do that. Well, I know, but nobody else has seemed to be able to have done this before. So well, that's what I well, Minecraft does that on Xbox. Does it? Well, because yeah. uh, well, no, on Xbox, as long as you stay on Xbox. Right. What I'm saying is like like right. Sony. If you're playing DC Universe Online on the PC, right. it's a different server than it is oh, yeah. if you're if you're playing the on the PlayStation Three. Yeah. Right. So my understanding from Comic Con from talking to them is that the cloud subverts everything. It doesn't right. matter. It will yeah. convert the code. So. Right. I'm sure they've got it figured out. 
They, they're they, Disney. Yeah, exa- exactly. And they want to make, yeah, they're, they're going to make a fortune We'll destroy with this everything. Thing. No, and I, I had that talk when I went down a, a couple of weeks ago. Again, I was just talking to people at different at different companies and you mentioned Disney Infinity. Like, you know, when they said, what was the coolest thing in Comic Con? Yeah. Well, I got to play Disney Infinity. And it's like, they are. They are. They're going to win. Everything. They're well on their way. They own everything else. I mean, when you know they at the at the movie panel when they were listing, you know, Disney bought you know Lucasfilm and Pixar and this year, and it's like, oh my god, and then and then we bought all of North America because I want <laughs> because I want you to realize that the Disney Infinity means you'll have Marvel games, right? You'll have Star Wars games, right? And Jack Skellington can pilot an X-Wing. Yes, they announced Jack Skellington and put his figure out, and yes. then they announced the Toy Story figures, um, Frozen. Yeah, which uh, no surprise which, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a cup of uh, uh, Phineas from Phineas, Phineas and Ferb. And Ferb. Yeah, uh, which Rant, is perfect. Right, per- and Perry. Um, of course, they basically just announced their next wave, which comes out like more like after the New Year, January, February, and then of course Sorcerer Mickey, and then that's when they handed those out. And um, oh, and on a side note with Disney Infinity, next week apparently I think they said there's going to be another app on the iPad called Disney Infinity Action. Which is basically like their version of that, uh, you know, that J.J. Abrams special effects, you know, like where you can like make yourself blow up and missiles oh, and yes. all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have it with Disney Infinity characters, though. So like they showed like a demo where it's like, oh, like one of the guys took video of himself going like, oh, this is great. I'm not scared of anything. And then like an animated Infinity Sully came in and scared him. And then you, it's a video clip and then you can upload it. Rick, when, when do the new iPads come out? So you <laughs> tell me that I can buy the old one. <laughs> It, it looks really fun. Because I know you'll make me feel bad if I spend too much on it. <laughs> I think that app... I, think, I will applaud you. And if you, and if you get an iPad, I think the Disney Infinity Action app, though, is free. So the, Well, then that's, and that's totally so yeah, worth it. Yeah, $400. And <laughs> See, then you it get pays a, for itself. That's right. Then you get a free 99-cent app. <laughs> Go for it. Come on. Be cool. The cool kids. Peer pressure. So, uh, but, Speaking and, of iPads... Yes. Uh, I don't know if it's just down here, but I was at the Sprint store yesterday, and you can take your old iPad and upgrade to a new iPad, and they give you a big discount. Oh, yeah? Oh. That's, that's uh, <laughs> That is when you um, when you go for a two-year plan, data plan with Sprint. Probably, yeah. Oh, that's if you have one of the ones with right. the – oh, okay. Yeah, because, like, my, my iPad has a Verizon account. Oh, okay, it, but yeah. But I just – mine is month-to-month. Oh, I see. But if you commit, you get a better deal. Gotcha. Mm. But uh, but yeah, that was the last panel we did, and then uh, then we went to Disneyland for a little bit and went home. Well, we went to Universal on Monday, and then we came home. Would you and I could both say again, Optimus Prime, Megatron, Optimus, Optimus Bumblebee, Prime. these walk around interactive figures. Yep, amazing, amazing, very interactive. They talk to you. They they you know acknowledge your presence, and they're a lot of fun. If you make it to Universal Studios, I'm sure here or in Florida. They just yes. got them on these ridiculous costumes, they're like, and they're amazing. Are there like cogs and things moving around? There is the on, op- on Optimus Prime. Yes, on the side of him, I noticed yeah. there were cogs and wheels that were physically turning, like they were motorized. And cool. I was like, "Wow, that's really awesome." Because I was trying to, I was trying, to, I was looking at it, trying to figure out. Well, it must be like a really thin guy on stilts, right? But I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't it, see it. It wasn't quite all adding up. Like yeah. there were pieces where, like, yeah, the person could be there, right? But I'm not sure in the midriff where mm-hmm. that guy is fitting could it in be that. Two people. Oh God, I don't dwarves? know. Dwarves? Maybe. <laughs> Stranger things. Though my favorite thing, and I don't know if it was a character break or if just since he was walking away, he just didn't care. But once Optimus Prime and Bumblebee were done, the, there was a wall behind him and doors open up so yeah. they can walk right in and obviously get out of those things. Yeah. And Optimus Prime turned around and walked out. And as he's walking away, still with the synthesizer voice, he goes, uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and I 
I was like, I don't think he probably meant to say that. And because uh, like they turned to me, like Sharon turned to me, he's like, what did he say? I'm like, he said uncomfortable. I'm like, I bet it probably is with all those gears and stuff turning. Yeah, and it's hot. Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. But uh, that that was yeah that that. Although made... every other aspect of Universal Studios is designed to make you moist. Um, and make you work to get to things, absolutely. It's I mean, like, it's the like, best ride, I gotta walk five miles? Okay. But, but through these misters everywhere, yeah, and, sure. and it's like, <laughs> why doesn't Disney have misters? And, and then, I, by, the, by the time I did, because I, 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 I'd forgotten, I did Jurassic Park, like, oh yeah, my daughter was a baby, so like 13 years so ago. So you did it when the dinosaurs actually were state-of-the-art, because now <laughs> they all look like the, like the Brachiosaurus, is like their necks are like limp and half-broken, and they're yes. like, hey, welcome to Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, some of it doesn't make yeah some of it is not uh, they didn't do the upkeep but it's, it's a little but the, dated but we should have been video for that i'm sorry was, yeah was, that was, was i did an impersonation like you could all saw. see that but the, but, but the t-rex at the end still scared the crap out of me um so but but it's also so like they so designed it to just get you absolutely absolutely soaked right and then you go on the studio tour and the stupid little things with the frills that it's not velociraptors i can't remember which dinosaurs oh, the dilophosauruses they yes yeah. they spit oh. on they you. come spitters. out they come the spitters come out on the studio tour and yeah. squirt you again i'm like and i just kind of was like really again <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm tired of you now yeah, yeah. because i am soaking wet <laughs> still they're like well you're not near a mister right now because you were in the line for that so here we didn't forget <laughs> So, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, but that, that was, that was definitely the highlight of Universal for me. I mean, I like the rides and all, but when I saw a real Optimus Prime, that's like I was telling you earlier, I'm like, daddy wants to see Optimus Prime. <laughs> I know. How are you doing, bud? Uh, that's exactly, Luke, do you want to get your picture taken? Yeah. And I was like, thank God. I did not actually pose with him, but I just, I, oh, I, I really want to make did. sure. Yeah. I was like, I just was like, you know, I wanted him to acknowledge me. I'm like, you know, say my name, <laughs> please Optimus, just say Jason, do it. You are my friend, Jason. I'm like, ah, nerdgasm. <laughs> oh, man, I want to take you home, Prime. Let's just, just turn to a truck. Let's go. So, but, uh, but that was awesome. That was awesome. It, it, was a, it was a fun trip. It was a, gr- it was a great little, you know, con. It, it was not Comic-Con, to be sure. But uh, it was like the hillbilly cousin of Comic-Con because I actually got into things. But uh, it was still busy. And there were still the guys picketing out front that one day that uh, I thought. The- but I want to say it does sound from the d23 two years ago there mm. were a lot of complaints that people really didn't get in like right. when they, when marvel did their panel two years ago it was some of the press got in mm-hmm. and then special guests uh guests of the con was just got pre, in pre-avengers wasn't it it was right before avengers right yeah. when they, and, and, and so the big complaint was like like that well rob cordaway had uh you yeah. know our listener had had stood in line and didn't get in you know and, and it's like so your experience feels like They've solved that problem somehow. Right. I had heard all the bad things, too. And from people who we talked to in line who had gone to previous incarnations said it was still disorganized, but it was a thousand times better. So, I mean, they did acknowledge that they improved. You know, when people talk about disorganized, though, it's like it's, again, the thing with Comic-Con. What are they supposed to do? Right. There's 150 <laughs> at Comic-Con. Yeah. There's 150,000 people. Yeah. Somebody's gonna get disappointed. Right. I'm yeah. sorry. There's just no way around well, what it. You, what you do is you have to do line management for one thing. You have to assign people, and Comic Con does assign people to manage the lines. Yes, but and people they don't, don't do a great be, job. Uh, no, and, and, doing but it. also people don't like to be managed. Right. <laughs> True. This is the and and this is the other thing. So their line management was was pretty okay. But what I liked best about it was that once you were in a line and it was time to go in, they brought you into a row and sat you down 
on on your own. Like you didn't have to fight for a seat. Oh, they, they just they, they brought you in. They brought here. you in, and they're like, "You're here." And yeah. when that row was full, then they brought the next line. Yeah, that's that's. And, and I thought that was. Great. I think that's where Comic Con has to go. They yeah. have to do that, and they have to start clearing halls after a session. Mm-hmm. They absolutely have you to. Can't yeah, you're let right. Somebody just camp out in some place all day long. People have to decide which one they want to see. See that one, and they and didn't out. let them do that at D twenty three either. Because yeah. if there was the panel after, they still weren't letting you line up. Yeah. They waited till everyone got out, and then they're like, "Okay, if you want to come back, it's probably around three thirty, and then they would start." Yeah. So there wasn't this onslaught. That's the way you make it more fair, and more people get yeah. into at least some of them. And because right. you've had the ones where there's some show at two o'clock, right? But some, but half the audience gets in there at six a.m. Yeah, and right. they camp there all well, day. Well, no, long. I know that was the old that was the twilight problem. Yeah. But okay. they started. They've started putting. Twilight. No, it was. I mean, no, no, you're right. They, that's why they had to put yeah. Twilight in the morning. Yeah, yeah. right. No, you're right. Yeah. Though, th- though they're volunteers, the red shirts that were there that they were so eloquently called, oddly enough, they were obviously volunteers because one, most of the time, they did not know anything, and two, I personally didn't like them because one of them would not let me go to the bathroom. And for anyone who knows me, that's a big problem. And so, and when I asked him, I said, I'm going to leave the line to go here. He's like, no, you can't. He's like, if you do, you have to go back around and wait in the line again. And I was like, I'm in the line already. I have to, I have to go. What do I do? And he's like, I don't care. Now this was just one guy. This was obviously not, you know, everyone, but that's when I said, okay, fine. I, I, you know, I turned around and said, I'm just going to go right here on the floor. Thank you very much. And I walked away. So I said my piece and then five minutes later, everyone went to the bathroom but I think just the people they had on hand, volunteer wise, were yeah. not properly well, none trained those, or none motivated. Guys, you <laughs> but you find that everywhere too. True, is it, is true. It, I, it, I'm generalizing. Is, but. Is it, no, I mean, just people don't get that. Like, you know, what do you do? If somebody needs to go to the bathroom because their right. instructions are probably so rudimentary. Sure. Right. They're like, should I let him in? Should he? Is he allowed to come back? Let them go back to their TSA jobs. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, but but that, that for me that was D23 in a nutshell. I know there was more. But that's what I got into. No, that's a great. And, that was um, a great report. Man. Oh, thank you. That really was, appreciate you coming. Oh, at, thank you're you just, for, you're still jet lagged from L.A. I, I'm jet lagged from work today too. I mean, it was like talk about just being thrown back into to the fray. I was just like, wow. It's like you've been gone for four days, and here's everything you did wrong. I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't here. Like, yeah, that's what's wrong. So, but thank you for letting me come on. And the weird thing is, Jason uh, is a one man company. He was just yelling at himself. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> that's a, that's it's, awesome. it's a Fight Club experience. And it is. Dragged I, himself down. I the do. Hallway. I do. That's great. I do Tyler Durden myself on a daily basis. It is so confusing, and it really hurts. So, but uh, but yeah, but no, thank you guys again for letting me come on, and I hope it was somewhat informative. No, and, it was. and there are pictures and video, which I again I said I would. Yes, hand you off to you, so and you will. Nate, are you happen. trying to get a word in edgewise here? Yes, Nate, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I still uh, still hear from my job about how important I am now that I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but at least they tell you how important you are. I, I don't get that. I get yelled at. I work with family. They tell, they're like, this isn't your fault, but you're still a failure. Nice. Oh, Debbie Ryan Downer. (laughs) (laughs) Nate, do you have any report from Southern California that you want to throw in here? Yes, my reports from Southern California are that I went to Golden Apple Comics in West Hollywood. Oh, yes. On Friday night for a release party of Cena Grace and Daniel Friedman's book, Burn the Orphanage, an image comic. Oh, yeah. I've been hearing some good things about that. I have not read it yet, but I got it signed <laughs> by both of them and uh, talked to a friend of the program, Cena Grace, for a good 
half an hour or so just chatting. Did he offer you a job? Yes. He did not, but he did uh, email me a link to a job website after the fact. Excellent. Over the weekend. I guess I got it. Uh, Monster. Yeah, I was gonna. Com. That's exactly what I was thinking. Here, <laughs> Monster. dot com. It's it, you heard of it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then. Went to Earth 2 in Sherman Oaks Why, on yes. Saturday. Yes, Friend of the program, Cardi Angelo, was not there when I went. But was However, uh, new contributor Darren Thomas there? Him and we'll be going tomorrow because Earth 2 will most likely be my local comic shop, even though there is another shop here in town. I would rather let's support let's not, the, let's, the program. Yes, and let's not name that shop. So, yes, uh, yes <laughs> right. Earth 2 in Sherman Oaks. Great, great. Wonderful. Cool. Uh, yeah, so let's, uh, shall we talk a little bit about comics? Do you feel sure. like you can at least pay attention? Of course, this week I, I discovered the Thrilling Adventure Hour, which I, I reviewed. I've gotten very into Arkea, uh recently, which Rick had been trying to get me into Arkea years ago. Yeah, they're good stuff. And uh, have you ever listened to the Thrilling Adventure Hour, Jason? I have not. N- neither had I. So I feel like this huge chump. And in fact, one of my college buddies <laughs> is listed as one of the backers. Like they did a Kickstarter to turn this into a graphic novel. Right. And then I'm looking, uh, you know, on this list of backers. There's only like 30 people, and one of them is like one of my best friends from college. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, so uh, it is this uh, Paul F. Tompkins is one of the, the work juice players. They mm. do this monthly show at the Largo, uh, recreating satirical old radio programs. Okay. And uh, so they did this graphic novel of short stories, uh, uh, episodes from these uh, various recurring shows that they do, and uh, a lot a variety of artists. And it's a beautiful book. And it's at least the first half was very, I thought, kid friendly. And then I, I wrote my review. And Uh-oh. then I read the second half last night and I went, not a couple of these stories they won't show my son. <laughs> but um, but it was really funny. Like, it's, uh, what the hell was that? Um, that's Rick's phone that, that didn't work for the podcast, oh, but no. it works fine. It's, now. it's, Nate, it's <laughs> Nate calling in another line. It was uh, an unknown caller, uh, so I so. said, go to voicemail, unknown caller. So anyway, really good, and, and uh, I picked it up because Jeff Stokely, who had been the artist on Reason for Dragons mm. and uh, Six Gun Gorilla from Boom, had mentioned he'd worked on it. So I thought, okay, I'll support this. And then uh, it's it was a really, really good $20 hardback, cool. really good book. And I started listening to the I downloaded one episode of the podcast, I'll say, from the Nerdist Industries. And it was hilarious, yeah. hilarious, you know. So um, definitely uh, recommended. Patton Oswalt and John Hodgman write forwards. For oh it. yeah, oh cool. So it's very kind of the alternative com- comedy scene, um, and yet could have played out. You know, it's just really good, really funny stuff. So and that was another Archaea? Uh, from Archaea Press, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're they they are a real value. I mean, the, their books are are big and well produced, and and great paper and great binding and cheap. They're like for what they are, yes, for what they are, yeah, it's amazing, yeah. I and I got, um, I, I've got to transcribe it. Work on the article this week. I'll have. I did get to go to Boom Studios, which is now Arkea. I mean, Arkea has all been absorbed into mm-hmm. Boom, and uh, so I got to go there about a week and a half ago, and uh, so we'll have a piece up about like what what is a you know I I, was, I went there the day two guns opened theatrically, so they were a little busy. And by the way, Friday is also the day they have to deliver everything to the printer. So it's two guns based on a a graphic novel. From oh, Boom it is. Studios. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. so a really good graphic oh, novel cool. by Stephen Grant, oh, and nice. uh, I can't remember what the name of the artist is, which is bad of me. But um, anyway, they they were very gracious to like even make time. Like it's a you know Mel Kalo uh, from Arcade Marketing says uh, my publicity says. 
can you come by three o'clock? Okay, we'll 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 show you around. Um, but it's like everybody else is like ah, it's like this like like airplane. Somebody's on fire running past. <laughs> you know, this is probably the worst day. But everybody was really gracious and really cool. So I have some good pictures and and we talk about it. But as a result, I you know picked up more Archaea and I got a tale of sand, the tale of sand, the the unproduced yeah. Jim Henson right, uh, right. screenplay. So I um, did read Fanboy versus Zombies per your recommendation, and I really liked that. Yeah, I, I bought volume two. Yeah, I haven't yeah. read it yet, but I yeah. bought one. I saw and, that on the on the website. I do look. Which a uh, friend of <laughs> our a friend, which friend of our other program, uh, Shane Shane Houghton, mm-hmm. is uh, now writing from Nine Forward. I know that was a terrible segue, but I really enjoyed it. I just wanted to chime in that I read a comic. You did, and I liked it, and it was recommended by Derek and Fanboy, and, wow. I, and, and I thought it was great. And wow! I, and I, and I it was fun. It, it was, was really, fun. it was really yeah. fun. So I'm looking yeah. forward to the second volume, and then I'll get to Shane's work, right? Uh, who I ran into, uh, yeah, we can have a go as well. Just All like right. random Quick update. Yes, the artist on Two Guns is Mateus Santo Luco. Santo Luco. Okay, this <laughs> up. Okay, good. Good try. <laughs> Good. Uh, I also picked up another one uh, from Oni Press. So I'm doing alternative, and it's uh, apparently it had come out in 2006, but I didn't see it. And uh, it's uh, by Andy Parks and Chris Samney, and I picked it up because it was Chris Samney's art. I love it. I've never seen him ink himself. Uh, Chris Samney's the guy who is the <laughs> artist. That, I never see him. Sorry. <laughs> like, my email. mind you went made, where it always you goes. You made me ink my two two Pixar <laughs> movies, right. and why you will never get to work there. <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, I've never seen Chris Samney do his own ink, his own pencils, and so I, I love this book. It was a Capote in Kansas, so it's Capote the in Kansas. it's the story of which the, what was covered in the two biopics of mm-hmm. Truman Capote as well of his, of the writing of In Cold Blood, and oh, it's really a beautiful, beautiful graphic novel. Cool. I walked into House of Secrets in Glendale or Burbank. And which is also running its own little publishing company, and so I've got a couple of books from there that I was gonna, that I've got to read. I haven't had a chance to read a dang thing. Well, you've been it, a little busy. I have been, but I did read this <laughs> Capote in Kansas when I was in my uh, my hotel room, and just a beautiful, beautiful book, hardcover, about again about twenty bucks from uh, Oni Press, and just fantastic. I don't know. I didn't see either of the Truman Capote biopic, so like I don't know how much it has in common. But I was very moved by the story, the arc of. Truman Capote being the fey little outsider who wants to mock everybody and shifting to realizing that he has to tell the truth about these murder victims. And uh, there's a couple twists in there that it won't go, but it was just like I finished that and just went, wow, I've read something incredibly powerful. And I wish I had time. I need to find time to write it up because I'm just really, really moved by that book. So can I cover? Uh, we get yeah. the, we get regular uh uh, postings yeah. from Comixology on their submit line. Yeah, I yeah. was able to review three of them this week. Great. Um, so the first one, really crazy book called Keeper. Gregory D. Wassel, Wessel and Jeff Simmons is the artist. Okay. Um, a cross between Dexter and Bend It Like Beckham. Well, there's a mix where where the where where the serial killer Kira Knightley is a, is a star soccer player. Oh, really? And it's it's. Uh, wow. It's really got an organic art style. When it got graphic, it got pretty graphic. Um, and the, it's it's kind of a CI, CSI thing. Uh, one of the conceits was they, they showed the cops a couple times, and then they do one of those things where they all the all the crime scenes on the map all point to, ah, we've got it oh, you know, okay. for one scene. Sure. We, we're, we're, not only do we get that, we kind of figure out who it is, too, at the same time. Um it's it's a continued story. It's not it's complete. It's pretty interesting, and I'll probably read the next one if it comes out. Um, 
But uh, what is it again? Keeper. It's called Keeper. Keeper. On Comicsology. On Comicsology, and these were all like one or two dollars each. the The second one I read was called Pluto Moonbase. Um, Rob the Harrington, sequel to Pluto Nash. <laughs> exactly. That's immediately what I was thinking of. Unfortunately, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Rob Harrington uh, wrote, wrote it with uh, Claudio Munoz as the artist. Um, it really had kind of a layout and art and and pacing the, like Chew. It was very derivative of Chew in its style, um, and the pacing of the of the. Now is that necessarily lettering. a bad thing? I'm it's trying to get from you. It's not a bad thing, except for this was not a good story. Okay, that's, um, what, that's what I was trying to get to. It's they don't exactly break the four, fourth wall, but they bend it. Like Beckham. almost literally, like Beckham. <laughs> we've got a theme. Sorry, yeah, had to go there. It's yeah. like it there. Uh, silly testosterone misunderstandings in kind of a Deadpool style. It's a mm. it's a moon base and aliens land, and they're obviously tourist aliens, but they still take them out like they're invading horde. You know, <laughs> right? Um, it's 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 like it, the whole book was like a one note joke, so oh. it was it, it wasn't really even worth kind of like price. my work. I <laughs> wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> you looked at me, so you I should, said it. You know, because really, you should contact uh, and find out if. Pluto Moonbase has been optioned. And, uh, <laughs> I have so many people who would be willing to star in that like that. So, uh, I, I know, but it's just they don't understand how the business works. So the Neither la- do I. The last <laughs> one uh, was, was called Sunrise, a story of a monster searching for the sun. And this was, um, it was pretty beautifully done. Uh, almost, uh, there, was, there was no, it was all just pictures uh-huh. of a monster and encountering things. There was one terrific panel. He's in a kind of a frosty northern area, and he's trekking across areas. And sometimes he's got to get across a chasm, so he sure figures out how to get across the chasm. But he's walking along this one pathway, and there's a sheer wall of ice behind it. And in the ice, you can see Cthulhu. That's <laughs> just a throwaway visual thing. of Which I, I just have to mention to you, and maybe you can explain to me. My son is aware deeply deep, deeply enough aware of the Cthulhu mythos that he saw the creature the title creature from the black lagoon at universal uh uh-huh. and he said is that shugoth whoa what wow. the hell yeah. kid show <laughs> is doing with you know it? i didn't think he'd read those books but when i gave them to him no <laughs> this is why this is why i don't let lawn near him either right. so i <laughs> don't i, I don't doors. understand where he picked up Shaka. <laughs> you know, I've seen wow. a couple. I've seen a couple of cartoon shows where they kind of try and get the mythos in. I wonder if Gravity Falls animated. does it. Do you, do you watch Gravity Falls? I, I I do. Sydney likes that a little. I bit. I haven't and seen it, any of it's, that. It's it's one of those things where I'm like, wow, what happened to like old school Looney Tunes? I mean, because I like some of the new stuff, but I watch these other ones and they're so adult. And, okay. and the jokes are so in your face. Okay, and she's so just I laughing because I, ah, I, ah. I just wonder. You just you know you brought it up. To, you know you mentioned Cthulhu, and I'm like, yeah. and it just reminded me. Like, yeah, I wouldn't. Be I, I want somebody to tell me how does my son know about the Cthulhu mythos? I think I think there's a Debbie bit, Ryan. There's a bit. <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> well, she's got tentacles somewhere. She does somewhere. <laughs> You're so Cthulhu. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Yeah, life of Cthulhu. The, the so. sweet life sweet of Zach life. and Cthulhu. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. That's what I was searching okay, for. Gotta, that we can do. That I can make. <laughs> yeah. Like in an hour. No problem. I'm all over just that. Just need one tentacle se- special effect. Uh, I can do that. Yeah, I yeah. can do that. I know people. So that was that was the... Re- <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. Why that's funny. I broke it. Uh, that was <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss Nate. 
Um, <laughs> we miss you too. Um, okay. Uh, so I did want to mention, uh, let's see, some things that are heading. Uh, let's do some switching. Um, John Romita Jr. has left Marvel and is going to head to uh, to DC Same to draw what? Superman. Boo. No, I don't know. I'm just trying. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. And uh, on the flip side, Kevin McGuire was fired from Justice League 3000, uh, which was a book he was going to be working on with uh, Keith Giffen and J.M. DeMatteis, so the people that had done Justice League uh, International originally, um, the the people that created Bwahaha style of comics, uh, DC fired Kevin McGuire, and uh, they put Greg, oh no, not Greg, Howard Porter in as the artist of Justice League 3000, uh, which makes it a book I automatically want to buy less, and uh, and but but Brian Michael Bendis snapped up Kevin McGuire is going to take over as artist on Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be very excited about that. Looks like Doctor Who as a comic will be leaving the IDW family, and so don't know yet who's picking it up. Uh, potentially Titan, possibly. You should heard have said rumors. and boom. Who? And who? And whom? Um, and uh, yeah, so that's it. And so they're, they're just decided they're going to leave, and the, the license is up, gonna... and they haven't announced who's getting who's okay. actually getting the license. So they could renegotiate if the license up. Mm-mm. They're not going to. No, no, that's not it. No, they're letting it go. So okay, so they are going to. Yeah, so we don't know who's taking over. If Titan's going to try to make a push again, but I, I, Titan hasn't made much of an impact in American comics. They were the ones that were doing the WWE ones for Ooh. a while. I predict. <laughs> I predict Marvel. Because Disney wants that property. Does, what, does Disney want Doctor Who? I don't Who? know. I don't know. I don't think. Well, what Disney wants. I think the one thing. Well, I, until uh, well, we're about three years out before the UK actually knuckles under and sells itself to Disney. You think so? so? Uh, you know, yeah. BBC. Until then, we'll stand strong. Um, UK land. Yeah, have you been on that TARDIS ride? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that don't would you, be. Don't taunt me. I'm so. <laughs> I'm new to the. You know, I'm a new Whovian, So I mean, are we, you are you officially Whovian? Oh, absolutely. Oh, we good. we got into it about a year Welcome. ago, like full force. Just the new ones. Have you gone back to dull ones? We've we've seen all of them, but we are Matt Smith is our doctor okay. as far as I'm concerned. But we went right. back and we watched Eggleston and, and Tenet, and and we. I'm, but you didn't go back and watch. Pertwee and I, I, I've seen and... some of the older ones, especially okay. now that they've been replaying some of those old ones. My family, not so much, but I mean, I grew up with, uh, and I, forgive me, I'm not that much of a Whovian, I can't remember his name. Wh- who's Fro Doctor? That's Tom Baker. Tom Baker. That's yes. the one I with grew up Scarf with. Scarf Doctor. Yes. Right, yes. And, one, and once he left, that's when, when I was younger, that's when I was like, well, I'm not going to watch this anymore. And it, it was a big and, change. And it went away thing. anyway for a while. Yeah. So, um, but no, we're, well, my bathroom is total Doctor Who. It's painted TARDIS blue, and we have a weeping angel on our toilet seat. So, because but that's a different <laughs> no it's no weeping for a different it's reason. We, it's weeping because it knows me. But no, it was a, it was it was it was that's a, where I was it, going. Yeah, <laughs> buzzing. Uh, it was a decal my wife found where the seat has it. You know, with its you know it's covering its eyes, and then when you oh, lift man. up the seat, it's going. Ah, yeah. And I was like, "There's something inherently wrong with this." Don't you want to wait till you actually get to the toilet you before think, you, you let go? Think, yeah, yeah. I think that's a backwards plot thing, but I mean, whatever. My wife found that and said we have to buy. Then okay, I went awesome. okay, and there's that's a brief awesome. glimpse into my toilet life. Sorry, oh everyone. my gosh! Uh, okay, photos <laughs> to come. Uh, no, no, that, 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 no. That'll get cut out. No, please, 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 please <laughs> that you did. Which then I get to mention that I did. Uh, uh, I don't want to 
skip to television, but we know that's the big event that we didn't talk about was the new Doctor. So mm-hmm. uh, since we're talking about being Whovians that I did uh, record yesterday with Jokes of the Week, uh, commentary on the casting of Peter Capaldi as the 12th Doctor. Or is he the 13th, 13th Doctor? doctor. Mm. Um, so um, <laughs> anyway, that should be uh, live by the time you get this podcast. It's supposed to be live tomorrow. There'll be a link so to that YouTube. on uh, There Planet. will be. There will be. There have been teasers on uh, on the on Facebook, Facebook page. Yes, yes. So, teasers. Uh, teasers. Oh, needs to I color. wish you could see me falling asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I knew. You, you should ask for a little color correction because you look like an orange boy in that picture. That's all right. I, it makes me look like I've had You mean you sun. weren't, Nate, you weren't falling asleep during all my Disney stuff? I mean, doesn't that bore you too? No, I no. like Disney. Oh, good. I love you. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, as a friend. Come I on. Come, knew that. C- come on, guys. Yeah, we are. It's okay. We're all friends we here. Are, yeah. We are. And there's a great love Nate for Nate. Nate just doesn't like Doctor Who. Uh, That's yeah. fine. I didn't like it till a year ago, and now I'm like. Wow, how did I live without it? It's really quite sad. <laughs> so, but we have a TARDIS garbage can. I know. Yes, uh-huh. You've seen, it makes noise. Oh, it goes, I'm jealous. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I, I know it's gone too far. I've discovered that my children are Whovians uh, behind my back. My daughter, in particular, is like a huge Whovian because when I picked her up Sunday was after the announcement, and I said, "Oh, as we're driving down, there's a new Doctor Who." They announced it this morning. My daughter says, "I know." I'm a good Whovian. And I was like, <laughs> wow. what? You, what do you mean you are? You know, and that's uh, my son's bitterness. Yeah, she keeps watching Doctor Who on your on your um, Netflix account, and mom won't let me watch oh. it with her. <laughs> so uh, I, think, I, I think it's... Are you good. happy with the new Doctor choice? It's interesting. Should we skip ahead a little bit? Sure, that sounds I great. I think it's interesting because that's the way the show used to go. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... I did not uh, want to get a younger and younger doctor. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I think he is a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, for tomorrow, for the um, jokes of the week, I kind of feigned ignorance of him, mm-hmm. but um, I have I've seen some. Well, obviously, if you've seen Torchwood, Children of Earth, uh, he was devastating in that, mm-hmm. and and I still stand by whatever year that came out. That was the best four or five hours of television you could possibly watch oh it's it's a debt i mean you're gonna cry and if you have children and if you have children you're never gonna watch want to watch it again but because because the problem is you're watching it going this conversation take away the aliens this kind of conversation is probably happening behind closed doors in our government's Right all now. the damn time yeah. <laughs> and and he is just so it's it, it centers around him he is he's a great actor which torchwood was that children of children earth. earth it was children the, the okay. miniseries the miniseries okay. the first miniseries the second one miracle day sucks the yeah that's the, the one i've seen and i didn't yeah like that one's that bad much. but the, okay. but the previous but children of earth is wor- absolutely it wouldn't have sucked so bad except for so long it, it, it had about and four they, hours of filler in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because they americanized it and they had to go like those two 12 episodes instead of the six that the story is worth right. the other thing that he was in that i i, I really liked him in was uh, he was in never never where he's never where he's, he's the Islington. angel islington yes yeah. um he's also in this movie that actually a lot of my fr- uh older friends have, have seen was uh in the loop which oh, was that's, a, that's a where i film, was hearing he was a from, film yeah. continuation of a sitcom called the thick of it mm-hmm. which is set apparently in the same universe as veep because of the same creator as the oh, HBO really? series yeah. V, huh. there's an amazing video you can watch of that where it all the all the all the scenes where he uses the f word 
It's like one after another after another. It's like it's like a fifteen minute clip on YouTube. Wow. Well, the line the line that I heard heard that I read quoted that I haven't watched the show, but now I have to go back and find it because the dialogue sounds hilarious. Is he says I have a to do list longer than an effing Leonard Cohen song, <laughs> and having somehow for some reason downloaded the best of Leonard Cohen, I really have come to appreciate what that line means. That hit home. That hit home. Uh, but he also uh, the odd little trivia thing. Uh, he's an Oscar-winning director. He directed right. a short film called Friends Kafka's It's a Wonderful Life, starring Richard oh. E. Grant. Mm-hmm. So he has the Oscar for that. Nice. And he was the lead singer of a punk band. Which with Craig Ferguson as a drummer, right? And yeah. the reason Craig Ferguson went into stand-up is because Peter Capaldi told him to. Oh wow! And so well, Craig Ferguson, was, being one, like one, one of the most high-profile fans, I had not Doctor, watched any of Doctor, of Doctor Who. Who. Yeah. I have not watched any Craig Ferguson since this announcement hit. Yeah. But I'm imagining that you can't understand Craig Ferguson. He's <laughs> so excited, and his brogue got so thick. That's right. That's <laughs> the burr, not the brogue. That's Irish Scottish burr. Gotten so thick that uh, you know. So. Nice. I, it'll be interesting, yeah. and and the fact that he st- that uh, Clara is staying, and mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, and, and and it's always interesting to me when a, when a companion is goes through the transition, like when when Rose did that, when Rose saw that happen, right. it was odd. Where you know, well, I mean, there's you, a period where she rejected him. Well, after yeah, that, and right? that was really cool. So when it, Clara being the first to truly understand who all the incarnations are, to right. suddenly go through that is an interesting shift. Right. And I've been going back and watching the because after they made the announcement, they reran all their little half hour documentaries mm-hmm. on the other. So I yeah. recorded those. So I'm in the middle of Pertwee right now, um, watching that documentary and just suddenly getting a taste of the doctors I never watched and the the dynamics that I've never yeah. seen. Yeah. And going, okay, maybe this is a chance to he, bring back why people loved this in the first place. He is a really good fit among all the doctors because he's a type. That is indicative of other types, but he's not a repeat of anyone who's gone before. Right, mm. right, right. And I love that what he said was, "I look in the mirror, and the doctor is looking back, but he's not me." Yeah. Yet, mm. and I'm just going, "Okay." Yeah. Nate's sleeping through this, but I'm going, yeah. "I can as as a wannabe <laughs> actor, I can totally respect this." <laughs> and can we be friends, Mr. Capaldi? Now, what I'm a good. In, what I'm interested in is you've got a lot of uh, students, yeah. many of which like the show. I feel like they've been playing to a young teen girl audience. Well, as last, long as they're the still playing two. to me with Clara, no, I'm I, fine. But I'm curious as to right. whether or not. Because <laughs> right. she's adorable. Yeah, she is. I'm curious as whether that, that audience is going to drop off now. Right, I know. I, I know. There's kind yeah. of I, wa- I wasn't thrilled. I mean, but again, I... I I was more I grew up with Matt Smith because we came into the game so late and yeah. so I was more of that the younger set doctor wise and then now that I announced him I'm like I'm like who's this guy you know I mean again you always do it. right I mean I don't care who it would have been it could have been like a 12 year old at that point if they kept going backwards and I still would have been like who's this kid so I mean I'll grow to deal like I yeah. usually do I'm mostly having a difficult time adjusting to Matt Smith's short hair now oh I know yeah yeah well, and but he won't have that for the show because he, the cause, cause he filmed episode. the Christmas and the no, I know, special, I, I know, yeah. I know. But just seeing that and going seeing and, and saying, I, I, just as we react the first time we saw him, his ears are oddly shaped. I don't think he's human. <laughs> There's something 
rabbit-like about them. There's a little Colbert in him. And uh, no longer. I mean, he's <laughs> elfin. They're like right, they're right, like right. they're tall and pointy. And yeah, they were there to cover that. I up. think as an actor, he wants to do that kind of thing too. Uh, no, no, no. I up. I understand. Oh that. yeah, that's separating I, I, I from totally, that persona I, for yeah, sure. I totally yeah. understand that. But it was it, that was a weird adjustment. And go okay. Are women still finding him adorable? I don't know. Sure, I was like are. Karen Gillian shaving her head. I'm like, oh, oh. By the way, when I and I was this far away from her at the press conference, yeah. and she's still beautiful. Oh, I'm sure, but still, I'm like I one just, of her defining I, traits. I and... just, I thought I shall close my eyes and yeah. think of Ilya. Okay. Did you see, did you see her on uh, Craig Ferguson? <laughs> no, there's a great clip. Uh, there's a great. He interviewed her, and they're they're very. She's gushing about living in LA and and he's like well because oh. she's on NC uh NTSF SUV SD yeah, right, now yes, yeah with no explanation as to why she's on it I mean I'm not because I feel like Comcast might be showing them out of order or Adult Swim is purposely doing Does them out of order. Does that show really need an explanation I though? I mean like I've watched it out of order since it started no, and I know, it's totally I know. fine. I know like <laughs> Children's but, Hospital. But, yeah, but, exactly. but, they, but they post them out of order. They're, like, oh, yes. they're numbering them out of order. And yes. so I, I don't know if that's on purpose. Oh, if that's I would real. think it probably would be. I wouldn't be. be at all surprised. Yeah. But it's it's a pretty funny. Comic-Con air was brilliant. Oh my I'm sorry, God. Did you see that Rick? No, I didn't see that one. The worst Comic-Con villains in history. One of them Summer Glass. Summer Glau was uh, she was the fake, fake, nerd, fake girl. nerd girl, and uh, oh my god, she was hot. Magic and, who used real magic or, it, or Magic the Gathering or yeah, yeah, I can't remember what the what the magic guys think, but there was the spoiler, the guy who was um, oh, he's, he's like, like I've already he's like want to know what how what the happens, Justice League, he's like, they she, haven't even filmed that. He's like, but that's, I have that's it. how good I am. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes, he goes into the the cockpit. He's like, take this take this plane to Costa Rica, or I will tell you how Star Wars Seven ends. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that was a great episode. And then that they're, was all, they're all fighting. Oh my god! It was a br- Comic Con era. That was a brilliant, brilliant it, it's, show. Yeah, it was. Um, so I do want to just do a little bit of fan service to the Batman Superman movie. Of course, in, mm. in our absence, we noted that uh, Zack Snyder and Frank Miller were supposed to be meeting, which has really filled me with sadness. That's um, because right. I don't want um, a Dark Knight Returns versus Superman. I want to develop a young. I mean, so there was a brief rumor that it was going to be an older Batman, and mm-hmm. now they've and and I knew it was just a rumor. I don't want a Frank Miller's Batman, and no, Superman because I don't want that. I don't yeah. want that all star Batman and Robin thing again. You know, where it's like <laughs> I'm the goddamn Batman. Um, <laughs> I don't want that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but what, what what got brought up today? I saw I read today there was a rumor that Brian Cranston is one of two, either Brian Cranston or Mark Strong is being looked at as Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. and Brian Cranston has said, "Yeah, I'd love to." You He'd know, be an interesting. Choice, Lex Luthor yeah. is very misunderstood. He's a sweet guy, um, and but some but this article they clearly didn't understand that yes he was being funny when he called him a sweet guy. It's like the article was like this is again the state of journalism. I don't think he understands the character, right. and I'm like yeah. no, no he's he was messing with he's, he's like messing with guys. you. Yeah. This is a guy who walked around Comic Con wearing a mask of himself and yes. fooled six thousand, <laughs> uh, you know everybody. But um, but they pointed out that there is a miniseries. That could actually do this, which is Lex Luthor, Man of Steel. Uh, Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo, where Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne are compatriots, both arguing over the threat of Superman. Hmm. And so you could adapt from that instead of Dark Knight Returns. Interesting. And and make it and then because you bring, have an opportunity to have you, these characters have no background before this. You don't and you don't have to have the Batman origin. You can just say that look, which is we know and that was the brilliant thing that Grant Morrison did in JLA Rock of Ages way back when is that Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor play on another field 
that people keep forgetting they play, um, which is you know Wayne Tech versus LexCorp. Right. I would hope they wouldn't have Batman Batman's origin again for this. Do you we, think we don't that's need possible? It. I oh god, I hope not I because we know. See, right. I mean, we all know it. And it's and I thought about it. And you, you go back to even you know Tim Burton's Batman really just sort of glosses over it right batman's there and they say starts, and they and, they, and yeah, they show right. it like you know well True. we all know right why i understand why christopher nolan had to go back because of what he was trying to do with batman begins but right. you still need to just get on get with it, it get on with it we know it yeah we you, do know you need it. to get you need to practice getting on with it so when you finally get to the justice league it's not just five origins and a credit scene <laughs> my god that was five origins two girls and yeah. a pizza place yeah. uh, <laughs> who are you i'm green lantern what do you do let me show, show you. you and <laughs> movie's over oh crap thanks what about the other four goodbye yeah <laughs> so sequels that movie sucks i run really fast that's all i need <laughs> to know that's all i need to know well and everyone who's going to see these things already knows all that any i mean like i would think the majority of people already know where these characters come from and and even, and it, even the layman's don't need the explanation right. it's like it's batman he's a guy who dresses like a bat and fights crime let's keep going well i you know but, i think about it because you it's a whole generation of film goers who were a whole generation of saturday morning cartoon watchers who what cartoon we never understood until somebody decided that you had to do backstories why scooby was hanging out with the gang right, right. you just went into it and there was a theme song that maybe explained it right yeah. Um, you yeah. know, we accepted that. It's like when people talk about how complex continuity That's really is. Good. I want more of the origin of why they are surrounded by a talking dog and no one is exploiting this. Yeah. You're solving piss poor mysteries. I think Put that, was that an- dog out there. I think that was answered in a How'd pup, in a pup named Scooby Doo. Oh, was it? There Did was they, a, no, yeah. I don't no, know. There, there was, was a prequel series, a pup named, named Scooby. Scooby. I, there was. Oh, I remember. I know the theme song. It's uh, sad but true. And and now there's a puppet version coming. So um, is there Scooby really? Doo yes. Mysteries. Yes, was more educational, like Blues Clues. Um, so, but you know, I mean, wow. there's a the thing is, is, is that there's a whole generation that that does take that sort of thing for granted. We sure. don't need it. Or even when you showed the Buffy the Van- when Buffy the Vampire Slayer started on the WB, right. it was the WB it then, was the right? WB. It was the CW. Yeah. I mean, there had been the movie years before. Not many people had seen it. Right. You went right into that pilot, and everything and they really about didn't it. Explain it, yeah, they, because that movie had happened. Right. Right. Because uh, Dark Horse actually did there a were prequel. references to the fact she had to leave her prior school. Yes. Yes. And, and, and they're like, oh, she's like a she, bad girl. She like burnt down the gym. And right, it's like, right. well, what? Well, Who cares? But, right, so. we, but we, you know, I, I just think that, uh, that our audiences now accept it. Yeah. It can go. And these characters that are brought in, kind of like, so I finally saw this week Pacific Rim. Excellent. And well, yes uh, and no. I mean, there were many things about Pacific Rim that I thought were I, like, I did not like This it. is oh, dumb. I'm I No, I'm going to say it. I'm on okay. my own. No, I thought it was. No, you're not. It no. was beautifully shot. No. But I realized that it was a, it was one of those movies truly made for the international audience because I sat there watching that going, this was like reading Maya the Psychic Girl, which is one of the few mangas that I have read, mm. Okay, where everything is really, really broad stereotyped. And by broad, I also include Charlie Hunnam's accent, which goes all over the continental United States and into the UK. But um, <laughs> I enjoyed it on one level, but on the other level, it was just like what I could see is that you could easily dub with whatever nationalities stereotype of those other nationalities. Oh, and I will. Sure. You know, <laughs> to to these countries. It was, it, was, it was just a really, everything was so, so broad. I enjoyed it. But it was the same distaste afterward. I, 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 I don't want to spoil. It, I want to put it in perspective, though. It was the best Godzilla movie ever. 
That may be. And I've enjoyed the hell out of it. When they when they were fighting. I mean, there was forty five minutes of character that I didn't want to see. There's a lot of character in in the average Godzilla movie. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't that drags in anyone. Yeah. This does not That may be, but there was but there was as much. But so I you know but the thing is that I I felt That's my bar. You know, okay, you know. okay, but and I didn't mind. I paid six bucks, and and for oh, a movie lucky. that people are claiming is like you know not doing well in the United States, I gotta say it was pretty full theater. Yeah, on Sunday morning to see it, people are enjoying it, and and I want to go back to this idea, to this concept in our culture of letting movies stick around in theaters for a while. I just you know because yeah. yeah. last week I took my kids, uh, you know, in our midst of our big vacation. The one thing is they really wanted to see Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Mm-hmm. And so I said, all right, all right, we're going to be at downtown Disney the day before we go to Disneyland. If you promise to take a nap, or at least let Dad take a nap, <laughs> we'll go to the 10 o'clock show. What I noticed is that the IMAX 3D screen at downtown Disney's AMC still had Pacific Rim on it. Oh, like, cool. so clearly people are re- wanted it there. I've seen it sure. there. You know, and then, and, and by the way, Sea of Monsters wasn't bad either. And I missed those days where you weren't living or dying by the first weekend's box office and movies could have this chance to breathe and find their audience and not be automatically get the email from Amazon saying, we'll lock in that Blu-ray price for you now. Um, Or even that it's moved down to like the B or C rated movie theaters in your area that Mm. you, but uh, there aren't any B or C rated, you know, I mean, there are not the way that it used to be, you know, there's not a, for us, for those who are Bay area listeners, there isn't a Meridian Quad anymore. There's, yes, yeah. there is the Blue Light Cinemas that used There's to be the Oaks. The Blue Light and the Plaza. Okay. Yeah, the, what's the one on... on but the Plaza uh, gets on, a lot of first-run stuff, too. But they The they, one in they, Campbell, right? Across yeah. from my daughter's you know, school. And I missed the Hacienda. <laughs> you know, I missed all the, no. those theaters are, are gone. Yeah. Um, and even some of the AMCs Century used to... Century Almaden. Century Almaden is gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a church now. Oh, the Century um, 24 is gone. Uh, yeah, and the 25 gone is gone. Yeah, and oh, yeah. so... Um, you know, so it's just hard for these movies to st- to hang out, but Pacific Rim still is, and that's I tried it with my last week before, well, the last couple of days before I had to go back to work. I may tomorrow night go to a movie. <laughs> it's just because I have one night free. Uh, I gotta go, you know, and catch up. Um, Make it, it worthwhile. I know. I, I gotta see The Conjuring um, because oh, yeah. everybody's telling everybody is telling me The Conjuring is awesome, and it's just the kind of movie that is like I'm afraid to go because I know it probably will freak me out. It's uh-huh. got puppets in it. Scary doll. Dolls. Did you see the Entertainment Weekly article on this? No. Okay, so because The Conjuring is based on a true story, yeah, or or allegedly, sure. and the woman that Vera, so is Amityville Horror, right, right. Well, no, because they were consultants. Yeah, the, same, the same, the same couple, it's the same couple. Yeah, they yeah. were brought in. Uh, they did not ultimately resolve the Amityville thing, but um, they were brought in on it. So the woman that Vera Farmiga plays is still alive, mm. and she has a museum of their artifacts. Ooh. Oh, and they have the doll. Okay, but here's the thing. So they showed Entertainment Weekly. They had the doll, the actual doll versus the movie movie doll. And the movie doll is this horribly, like, you know, woman in black carved. There's no way you would give this to your child. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't buy it in general. But I find even more terrifying, the real doll is just regular. Oh, really? Um, And it's just like, oh. That's yeah. even worse. I know. That's so much <laughs> even worse. Even more terrifying. Yeah. But then we, I was debating this with somebody at Comic-Con, and we said, well, the, the probably, like, doesn't Disney own? I, I, actually, I think my buddy Dark Horse was saying that. I think Disney owns Raggedy Ann. And we were arguing over it. Like, I don't 
think they do. But, you know, we couldn't decide. But even if they did, you don't want your product, like, you know, oh, Raggedy Ann doll in the By the way, it's possessed. Buy it. Buy 12 of them. But why can't you make it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, did you say that? Did did you say that? No. No. Jason's not here anymore. (laughs) Which is, yeah, which is great because, like, my son's new phobia, somebody introduced him to Chucky. So he's coming back in October. I know. So somebody showed it to him and he, uh, just a picture and all week he's freaked out by Chucky. New Chucky looks even freakier. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for setting me up for that. Sorry, but I mean, I'm a huge horror fan. Okay. I know. I know. We'll come back in October. Have you seen The Conjuring? I have. Is it as good as people are telling me? It, it is very good, but again, for someone who is completely desensitized to all forms of horror, which I, I have to say I'm not proud of, I mean, I saw all the jump scares you and whatnot. Well, sure, but, 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 but no, I just like, as, as, I just as, like as, James Wan's yeah, style. Yes, as a fil- that man can tell a ghost story like nobody's business. It is, That's what I thought, because it, if you watch Dead Silence... Oh, yes. and that I one, love Dead Silence. Dead Silence is highly underrated, and uh, and of course Insidious. And I haven't seen Insidious, Insidious yet. Insidious is great. Insidious 2 looks even better. But no, Conjuring is great. It it is very scary. Um, it, it's definitely even when I walked out of there, it's like okay, at least I'm with somebody because I don't want to walk home in the dark. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. No one in my family is going to see the movie. If you can figure out a night where you both go, I'll go with you. Let me know. You're going no, to the no, monkey no. store tonight. I can't go. Well, oh, and no, right. well, let me yeah. know. I'll go with you again. I I'd, I'd see it again. I love okay. it. And I mean, and that's I, a surefire sign I, of a movie I, with I, me. Because I know I twice. I well, I'm just going to say right. We'll make a date right here. Is uh. I know right now that tomorrow night is the is the last night I have for right. a while sure. where I can okay. go. So I'm a, not a, doing nothing. All right, Jason, you and I are going to finally have that date we've talked about Hooray! for years. <laughs> I'm going to see the monkeys, <laughs> which is awesome. I've yeah. seen them twice. They're awesome. They're I'm going to buy you a kid's snack pack. I, 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 <laughs> do you have a stubs card? I do. I got some money on my stubs I card. I do. I think I still have like a dollar left. I have like seven twenty-five. Thanks, okay. AMC. <laughs> I love that. Shameless plug. We're closing in on two hours. Now. Then we're oh. closing in on finishing. And oh, so, yeah. Nate, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, in closing, I would like to say... Need a job? Greetings from Fanboy Planet. I need a job, yes. <laughs> uh, if you are in the L.A. area... I want to work in the L.A. area. Because so you, you're living there. You heard my wonderful announcing voice. I can do voiceover, acting, radio, I, whatever. He is an excellent actor. Which I, I, we I should, have to, which we yes. should mention because Nate and I are both in a film that is in the Action on Film Festival this week mm. in Monrovia, That's California. Right. AFAM Chapter Next One week. episode. Well, no, it's the, it's it is this week. It's the isn't it the seventeenth Saturday opens seventeenth Saturday. So. I guess yeah. it, yes, it yes. opens Saturday, so the seventeenth. Uh, but the so two o'clock. But yes, and uh, so it nominated for two film, best animated short and best experimental short. Yay! And so uh, we're very proud of Lon Lopez That's and awesome. and very grateful that he included us in this project. And uh, really hoping that it's things go. on Tuesday at 2 p.m. All right. So what's that, the 20th? Yeah, I think so. And uh, we should also mention that, because uh, Lam was on a roll last week, um, or, or two weeks ago, that uh, his documentary, Rock the Block, finally made it online. Yes. And uh, which I, 
I say without reservation, the best thing Lon Lopez has ever done. The most passionate is that project. Is on Vimeo or YouTube? It's on YouTube. Okay. And the link is on Fanboy Planet. You can watch it on Fanboy Planet. And from someone who hates most music of all kinds, it's an excellent documentary. No, it's a great documentary. It's, it's amazing. And I, no, <laughs> no, no, seriously. For, no, we've discovered something that he's got a he's got an MP3 player on his phone, and there are two I songs. Apparently, like Rocket Empire, and what is the other one? I don't know. It came with the phone. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> he has not loaded anything onto his phone. No, I don't put music on my phone. I use my phone as a phone. <laughs> so, I'm old school. Well, uh, old man. Old man. And uh, but anyway, Rock the Block is great, and it is a documentary that is fantastic. Whether you are into music or not, it's really about urban renewal. Yeah. It's about you know, it's about people versus the city. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and, and again, proud to be part of that because we sat at this very table and, and recorded my voiceover. So a lot of the sound, sound audio engineer, engineer was here. on the credits. You thing. are, yeah. you are, and it's fantastic. So we, uh, the fanboy planet keeps revolving around Lon, whether he wants to or not. And sometimes Lon revolves around us, and uh, so There's we love him. We miss him. To revolve around. That's true. So. Uh, <laughs> if you've got questions, comments, compliments, commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. You can listen to us on iTunes. Please subscribe. Please rate us. Please tell your friends. Listen to us on Stitcher or the Stitcher app. You can find us at www.fanboyplanet.com. And of course, if you'd wish to, please feel free to donate on the PayPal button that's on the uh, Fanboy Planet website. Frequent one of our uh, favorite comic book shops, uh, Earth 2. We now have Darren Thomas as the general manager of both Earth 2 and Sherman Oaks and Northridge as a regular contributor to the site, writing comics analysis. And uh, we'll be working closer with them as well as, of course, Elusive Comics and Games 2725, Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. And hi, Jinx. Let's give them, and I and now because I just love the place, the comic bug in Manhattan Beach. I f- rarely find myself down there, but Mike Wellman, Awesome, awesome shop. So uh, give them all shout-outs. People at Hijinks miss you, Nate. I bet they do. (laughs) (laughs) I got a a play-by-play of your last comic pickup there. Well, they know each and every book. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And he stood over in that corner. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And we miss him and tell him we love him and daddy will make sure. Just like that. Yes. Uh, That's totally Neil at Hijinks. That was JK, actually. Oh, okay. I don't know JK. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, this is Darren McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. On the phone. Oh, well, you're at the table. Jason Salazar. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. We are not on a satellite delay. Only for good. The end. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com. Dragons! Headphones to my phone here. Oh my god. Points of failure. I just made a list of what yeah. I saw so I'd remember. Excellent. Oh, Jason's got a...
Everybody's got a list but me. We're going to start with you. Oh, you have a list. I, I'm I on, know you have a list. I'm on list. I know you have a list. That's true, too. <laughs> He's on list. I, I figured there was enough. Are we with Jason here today. I, I did not I did not go too not heavy. Go, I did not go digging I, at I all I didn't today. want you to because D23 was going to be huge. Yeah, I know. Because like even things I have down here are like, well, really, I guess a lot of those announcements actually came out of D23. Yeah. So. <laughs> and a lot of the Marvel stuff I saw was straight from Comic-Con. So, right. I mean... We can hear you just fine, unless you're going to get tired and need a headphone. I'm going to be. You're going to be walking. You're going to be walking Coco while we're. Uh, yes. <laughs> we're going to hear a tire screech. We're, no, we're going to hear. Hold on, he's doing his business. I'll be back in two. She. She. Sorry. He. Yes. He. Coco. Yeah. Yes. Jason. I know. Sorry. I've never. I, I'm sorry. How are you doing, my friend? Wonderful. Excellent. Wonderful. Excellent. We miss you. I would say the same if I felt the same. <laughs> wow. Wow, I was waiting wow. for that. He, I, I know. Wind up, wind up and the pitch. I know. There there was, was. You were in L.A. for almost a whole week and you never dropped by his house. I know. Well, I I, I did. I actually texted him when I was with the kids a block away. Did you know? Oh, yeah. And, and he he right. waved you off? He said, not he, a good time, he man. Said, he said, no, no children. No okay. children. And no Irish. I did not say that. And no <laughs> Irish need apply. <laughs> so... I would have said hi had I been closer, Nate. Sorry. No problem. Okay, I'll get we you. We were actually uh, thinking about going to Universal Studio. What day did you go? Yesterday? Yeah, we were there yesterday. Yeah, we were going to go yesterday. Oh. But we did not. You were actually, it was smart because it was ridiculously crowded. Have I, you uh, Have you gone to Magic Mountain yet? Have I? No. No, oh. I just want to point out he lives like three blocks away from Magic Mountain. Right, right. <laughs> never, I've never been to Magic Mountain. Yeah, it's next summer with the kids. There you go. I went there once with a, a company event, and just like it was, it was hellishly hot, mm-hmm. and there was no place, there was no shade anywhere. No, but now, people, but now there's a Green Lantern ride. shade. Yeah, great. <laughs> we can all fry in the Green Lantern <laughs> line. It'll be so good. Let's get on Superman. I can't. I'm sorry. The ride is I over. I can't feel my shoulders That's anymore. Right. I'd probably get so sick. I mean, there's too many roller coasters there. <laughs> Just looking at them? I got, I got off of, you know, like Star Tours now, and I'm like, boy, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember the day I'd be like, let's keep going. Jason Salazar, everyone's Italian great-grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, are you into that ride enough that you've done the Matrix of all the different – combinations you can I do? have not I've tried and every time I go on it I swear to god I get the same two you do I always get Hoth and the Death Star I have never seen anything except Hoth and the Death Star you know oddly <laughs> enough the the Gungan one is, is awesome. really cool the Gungan one is the best and one what is the Gungan one is it you underwater? go into the underwater city and you you and you encounter all the, the competent Gungans <laughs> exactly <laughs> and they're like a star tours <laughs> exactly. oh, going this way we would yeah they get and although the fish, really and the giant fish. well this is the thing is that it does reveal the the flaw in the logic it's like the amount of giant predators just outside the city exactly def- why aren't they eating defies, no, 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 no. defies the likelihood that they actually have a civilization no, no, no. gungans <laughs> taste terrible <laughs> no, like their defense like they they're just, not eating they have, like a, they, have a, they have a musk odor that that uh, that's got to be they're not eating their big around. bubble dome homes you yeah, know no, they're just like no. oh we'll just be over here no. in this cavern yes it's like i've never seen that one no oh no. it's awesome is it Kashik is awesome too the wookies 
Wookiee Planet. I'm, no. Oh, the yeah. Wookiee Planet's really cool. Yeah. And isn't there supposed to be like 54 variations? Supposedly. Uh, I mean, my God. But that, but that also includes if you get Akbar, Leia, or Yoda saying, yeah, there is a spy. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've seen all of them. I've gotten all three of them. There's, there's a primary one, there's an intermediary, there's a secondary, and a final. Right, right. And each one of those has three variants. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. I've seen none of them. Yeah. Sorry, man. No, I've seen several. I didn't see any of them. Yeah. <laughs> he's like everyone. He's like Nate's. Like I'm still here, everyone. I haven't been to Disneyland. Fuck you. Yeah. So okay. we need a Nate doll at the table. We need. I've got Maleficent horns. Maleficent horns standing in for Nate. Bring the little guy with the wine bottle. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, so yes, we're gonna talk about D23. We're gonna talk about some stuff. And uh... all right, all right. That was that was pretty. <laughs> Everyone's in tune. Are we recording already? <laughs> uh, this goes into the outtakes. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> We're ready. Are you are you going to do the remote uh, announcement? Oh please! Oh please! Okay, we'll we'll at least do that oh, the I'll first time. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to be a little louder and enunciate, but take it away. You want me to be louder? I yes. think so. Scare Coco. Okay. Yeah, scare everyone you're sitting next to. Here we go. This is the Bad Boy Planet Podcast, and here is your host from the Bad Boy Planet, or the CRS, and I'm on the Bad Boy Planet, Derek McCall. That's right. Thank you, Nate, for broadcasting from the 1939 World's Fair. <laughs> <laughs> that may not have been as good as our game. Are you kidding? It's awesome. It's uh, awesome. It's bounced off the saddle. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the old-timey. And now, Mr. Herbert Beaver. <laughs> <laughs>